Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 33, with your host, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? Today we're talking about episode 321, uh, Greatest Hits. And uh, speaking of greatest hits, uh, we forgot to mention our, uh, I guess, what, kind of our one-year anniversary recently passed. Yeah. Uh, it, it was episode 320 that uh, that marked sort of a year since we've been doing it. We started with 220, so uh, that was the first episode we podcast about. So uh, we hit a little milestone there. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing um, much to say, I guess. <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it seems like, if you count by date, it might be different or something, but, uh, that was definitely, yeah. so, um, uh, I just realized that in the middle of, after we did the last one, and, uh, so it's like, wow, that's kind of nice, I don't know, doesn't seem like it's been that long. It has, it has been that long. But, uh, okay. Turn up the volume, I don't know how to do that. I don't either. Uh, I would say turn up your speakers, maybe, if yeah. that's possible. Yeah. Uh, Toxie is very limited in its features, and uh, we do want to apologize to, uh, you know, the people who, uh, you know, if there's any trouble yesterday, you know, Toxie was, was down. Uh, we had problems connecting, as I'm sure most of you did. So, um, um, sorry. I, I'm going to try not to just, like, respond to stuff I read, because that won't make any sense to people listening. Oh, um, I see. Unless I read it, but I read something that said, oh, but I wasn't even, I wasn't responding to you, and it probably sounded weird. Anyway. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it very much did. Um, all right, man. So, so the episode, you know, right? the episode that we're all here congregating about, um, pretty good. You know, <laughs> I I liked the episode just fine. Didn't love it. I liked it, uh, you know, but I think... Um, maybe this is probably for me the worst episode in terms of the writing, in terms of uh, character motivations and, and and some of the little details that I uh, that I find uh, important. Uh, they the writers sort of screwed us on that, I think. But uh, just just you know, sort of just really annoying things the characters did. Uh-huh. But um, what did you think of this episode? In general, in general, um, I liked it. Uh, it wasn't great. Last week was fantastic, so um, mm-hmm. compared to that, uh, it it doesn't look that good. But uh, but I was actually expecting to really hate this episode. Uh, I knew it was a, a Charlie episode, and uh, and I was just expecting this to be really terrible. And like I got to sit through this to get to the finale. Yeah. But, um, but it, it had a few it had a few features that that I liked. Uh, I liked the impromptu like other flashback and stuck in the middle there, um, which is uh, uh, sort of a, a different um, something they don't usually do. Uh, giving a flashback to someone else uh, in the middle of somebody else's flashback episode um, and. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, I, I, in general, like, the Charlie stuff played out better than I expected it to. Um, uh, he actually, I got to the point where I was actually sympathetic to Charlie. I didn't think I could do that at this point, but he just, I, I couldn't hate him in the end. And uh, Well, you can't hate someone who's about to, you know, uh, put their life on the line for someone else. You know, it's hard to hate a person like that. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, really ready to uh, to say goodbye to Charlie. You know, I don't I don't really like him in general. 
I think he's really annoying. And but it was I, I really liked how they uh, how they you know set up his his death that didn't come. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know I think you know as I said before, um, he was going to die with a lot more dignity than he lived his life, uh, most of his life that is. So uh, yeah, it was. I, I thought it would have been a really nice send off if he uh, would have actually died in this episode. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but, I was uh, already. I was like, yeah. wow, you know, because I and I realized, you know, as he was about to die, I'm, you know, I'm like, man, you know, I I do have a certain, you know, of all the characters, you know, I, I like some of them more than others, but I do have a certain attachment for the people who have just hung around from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, compared to the newer characters who you might like, you know, more now, but uh, but uh, you know, they haven't hung in there for that long, and so yeah, so I was like, ah, Charlie dying, that will be kind of weird, so um. Uh, I don't know, and I liked I liked having the cliffhanger, but it did seem kind of like a cop out to um, not having. I don't know how, what they're gonna do now if he's gonna uh, uh, what's gonna happen uh, uh, if he's still gonna die or uh, or what because uh, this this stuff that happens at the end wasn't a part of the thing. But I guess we should get into that later. Um, yeah, I mean, I think at the end we'll we'll get into our predictions of of who's gonna die and the, um, yeah. the alley. I think there's there's several people. Up for grabs on that front. Yeah, uh, I'm trying but, to uh, talk about it generally. Also, I wanted to mention uh, uh, for everyone that's listening and writing things, uh, uh, I, my understanding from reading is that there's there's some major finale spoilers out there. Uh, I don't know them, um, but I know they exist, and, and some of you might, and uh, please don't tell us if you do. Yeah, yeah, I'd appreciate that also. I, I, I'm, I'm a big spoiler-free guy, and uh, I, I read like one little thing about the finale uh, that was just sort of general thing. Uh, so yeah, if you guys could, could not like post on the little chat, like <laughs> Desmond blows Charlie's head off or yeah. something, like that'd be great. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I feel like I know some people know these things because they're, oh, yeah. they're posted, and and I've heard they're like pretty big. The what's known right now. So, um, so <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> nice. Uh, it just happened. I don't know. Wow, that would be quite a finale. Yeah. Well, the show is over. <laughs> Jack, Kate, Loxane, Harley, and Juliet. Well, who else got? It's, it's the Stun and Gin Show, ladies and gentlemen. Stun and Gin Show. Wow. Yeah. Uh, who so else bad. is going to step up to the plate? Stun and Gin Show. Nobody else. They could have a good, like, morning talk show kind of thing. Jin <laughs> always comments in some everything in, Ch- in, in Korean and... Uh, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I uh uh um uh right. So anyway, I just wanted to get that out of the way, uh, before we get into stuff because um you know nobody wants to I don't wanna know. I mean I was reading spoilers about some other episodes, but uh for the finale, you know. Um I remember last year we had we had like there was a, a call sheet or something that we that we written not a call sheet what do you uh, call yeah. it? Oh yeah, it was a call sheet. Is that what it's called? Okay, yeah, yeah. it was a call sheet. Yeah, the, the of like some scenes with Libby and Desmond and uh, yeah, and it didn't really do much though. No, I mean you just told us like the scene. You still didn't know what they would be talking about. And, we knew yeah. Libby was going to show up. It made us think it was going to be a lot more interesting than it was. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but uh, 
that's more than I know about this year's finale. So, um, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's all I got. But uh, All right, you want to talk about this episode? Disclaimer, yeah, I guess we can uh, get started talking about this episode. Right. Um, well, you know, I just, I, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't take my notes by scene, so we won't, we won't be going scene by scene. I will just go through our list of questions and, and uh, little important tidbits here. Uh, and I do at one point want to uh, go down my what I call my pissed list, uh, things that made me get pissed, um, which oh. is not not to say drunk, but to say angry. Exactly. Um, so we'll get through that in a sec. Uh, let's see. What's what's the? I'll let you go first. Go ahead. Um, me? What do you want to throw out there? Oh yeah. Who me? It's okay. Sunday. Uh, uh, yeah, it is. Um, let's see here. Oh God, these notes are all over the place. Um, uh, oh God, I. This is hard. This is yeah. hard. Um, well, wow. you want to you want to talk about the first scene? I have no idea what to start with. All this stuff seems like <laughs> bad place to start. Uh, let's let's talk about the beginning. You know, there's not a lot going on, but the, you know, I've got some gripes. Okay. And I'm sure I'm, I, you know, I talk to other people, and I think everyone has the same gripe at that beginning. Uh, you know, oh. the first thing is everyone, everyone's, you know, the 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 gang is trekking through the jungle, following Jack, and they have no idea where they're going, and uh, which I think at this point, you know. You know, end of season three, you know, I, I don't know if I buy that. Beginning, you know, season one, season two, I'll buy that they'll just, oh, let's follow Jag. Where are we going? Oh, I don't care. Let's just follow him. But um, I thought it was I thought it was a little crappy that they're, they're just, oh, Jack says, let's go. We just follow him wherever. And strangely, pretty much just the series regulars were going. Um, yeah. The, uh, the background characters didn't get to come. Just like season I one. That was odd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, not you, not you. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. So you know, then he, you know, they get to where they're going, and then he he stops, give him a little lecture, and uh, a little fill in the details. You know, Juliet told me everything, and I'm like, every what is everything? You know, she told you about the, you know, the the pending kidnapping because that's not everything. <laughs> There's a lot more going on than that. You know. Yeah, I think that's what he means, though. Yeah. I don't think she told him everything. I know. I was like, "Oh, really? She told you everything she knew? That'd be great." Let's let's start at the beginning. <laughs> let's go alphabetically. Alfred, Richard. Uh-huh. <laughs> Talk about him. Yeah, I seriously doubt she filled him in on any of that stuff. Um, yeah. Except only sort of the vaguest things that were needed to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> So the the my next big gripe with this episode was you know Jack Jack calls out for Russo and she you know she you know comes out of the jungle and then they they blow up the tree just to show that they have the dynamite and you know how much they have and all that stuff and I you know I I, I just thought it was a waste of time and and just like really contrived but you know they got the point across great we have dynamite. You know, and I, I thought that would have worked if we didn't already go to the whole thing before with the dynamite and the black rock and aren't blowing up and you know, we, we know what's going on with the dynamite. It was just a waste of time. Yeah, we've had a few and then there was a dynamite explosion in uh the season two finale when Echo and got the dynamite to try to blast oh, open yeah. the blast door. Yeah. 
And that's where uh, Charlie uh, had that hearing problem and then went crazy for <laughs> five minutes. He went crazy for, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I almost died and got blown up. Oh, be serious. Oh, you're right. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you know me. I'm always making shit up. What? Those people that died in the explosion aren't back yet? What? <laughs> oh, Oh, God. Yeah, so I guess Dynamite's going to play a role in all three finales. Yeah, so talk about the Dynamite. And I have to mention, so this uh, so this, this solves the, the mystery of what was what was Danielle doing when she went and got the Dynamite yeah. um, in the last episode. I didn't think she would be getting it for the, you know, main character. I thought it was just for her, but uh, <laughs> apparently not. Uh, I thought she was going to blow up Ben so she could take Alex back. Yeah, I did too. I'm I'm surprised. I guess what we're supposed to believe uh, is that is that Jack and Juliet like went and met with her, and then she went to get the dynamite um, yeah. for them. Yeah. Uh, there was one of those scenes when they um, maybe it was was it uh, was it the last episode um, when Jack and Juliet came back by themselves? Yeah. Like, walking somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That was when. Yeah, when. Uh, 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 that was when when Sawyer came back with the with the tape and yeah, exactly. Dite and him were looking and oh she's not in her tent and uh, and then Kate said they were gone. Mm-hmm. And presumably that's where they were, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, I was thinking about the Black Rock. I mean, if it if it has that much dynamite, you would think it would have wire too, right? I mean. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't they have also used wire to, uh, you know, blow up the fuse to ignite the fuse? Um. Uh. Yes. Maybe. Is that how they? <laughs> I mean, they're not gonna. They're, I mean, how else do you, you know, ignite dynamite from a distance? In in the 1800s, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. It was a crazy uh, time. It was a crazy time. They just blind faith. They just popped it and see if it would explode. <laughs> Um, you would think they would have a wire on the Black Rock too. That's you know my point. Yeah, you know part of the reason they didn't they didn't use the uh, the first plan of the mini plans in this episode. Right. Uh, was they couldn't get enough wire in time. Maybe the wire decomposed. Oh, decomposed. Mm-hmm. After forty or fifty years, wire decomposes. Oh, really? Forty yeah. or fifty years. That's mm-hmm. how long ago the Black Rock was there, right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> It's been there longer, so that's why it's really decomposed. Ah. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah. With steel trap logic like that, I, you know. What yeah, we can't lose. Um, all right. Um, and then we, we, get, we get another great line from Jack. Uh, you know, when they come this time, mm. we're going to blow them all to hell. <sighs> Sound like a line from like a... Like a World War Two movie. <laughs> Blow him out of hell, Clark Gable. Yeah. yeah. No. Clark Gable, of course. <laughs> of course. Who else would it be? Uh, Gary Cooper. Yeah, that too. Sure. Um. All right. What uh? What do you want to go to? Maybe John Wayne. Um. I don't know. Oh, uh, what? God, this is this is really hard for me. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, because, yeah. Um, 
because all this all this stuff that I want to talk about is like it's all over the place in topics, and it's about these uh, big topics. It seems like we should raise the topic first, but um, so um, so. I, oh. I got an, oh, you got it. I, I have a general thing I want to say. I should have said okay. it earlier. I right. also liked, in general, I liked the structure of Charlie's flashback, just having these like random events, not having a story. Yeah. You oh, know? Great. Yeah. I I like that. I don't know. I I was it, it made his flashbacks much more tolerable. Um, oh, definitely. Just having like a scene. Well, because they were all great hits. Yeah. <laughs> They're all great hits, yeah, and it, and it wasn't just some another like, oh, Charlie's fucking up because he's on drugs story, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we've had enough of those. Yeah, I I couldn't, I didn't want to watch another one of those. Or you can't, you'll never save anybody. You'll never save anybody except Claire and Aaron. Enough. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I, so I like that. Um, I just wanted, I should have said that at the beginning, and you know, there's nowhere to go with that. But uh, I want to throw that in. All right. Well. So, um, speaking of Charlie, I thought it was really, really fitting that uh, he decided to quit uh, quit Drive Shaft right before his song gets played on the radio. <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, oh, this is too much. I quit. And then, oh, look, we're famous now. <laughs> If I would have hung in for five more seconds, it yeah. would have been all right. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, is, it, is it just me or is Liam very scary looking? He is, yeah, especially those in that rain like, scene. Yeah, those eyes are like really intense, and I just thought he was going to, he was just going to like <laughs> chop on them, eat them or something. Yeah, definitely. He could he could really be a demon person. Yeah. If, uh, if it were a different show or movie. Um <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, when he was out there, like, yelling at him, like, yeah, those eyes are just, just really uh, frightening. I don't know. Yeah, bloodthirsty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's something, yeah, hungry and, and, and evil <laughs> there. And it, it's, his, uh, it's his wanting of stardom in the music business. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of He's course. got his eyes on the prize. Um, so... I mean, I have I have a bunch of notes about this Charlie situation. Um, I don't know. Should we talk about that, mean, that or? What do you mean, situation? Situation. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. What, what do you have about the Charlie situation? Uh, I well, okay. See, I don't know. This all goes all the way to the ending, and I don't even know if I should bring this up yet. Um, but I wanted to say, you know, Desmond's vision. Uh. Uh, he, uh, he sees, um, he sees a few things, apparently, um, uh, Claire and Aaron gain to a helicopter, but also, uh, somehow the only, he knows the only way that's going to happen is, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's number one on my pitch list for this episode. <laughs> let's, let's talk, let's talk about old... <laughs> <laughs> Surefire Desmond, <laughs> old old faithful Desmond, uh-huh. he's, he's never wrong with his predictions and his analysis of his predictions. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about that. Yeah, he's he's definitely got a great track record so far. Yeah. Um, oh man. Uh, yeah, they are um, they are uh, not the best. But yeah, anyway, uh, 
somehow he knows that Charlie has to go do this thing, otherwise that won't happen. And and sort of the way the thing plays out um, is confusing to me. I, I guess you know there's a lot of things in this. There's a lot. There's basically a lot of uh, a lot of uh, what are they called? Revelations, I guess, in this episode. <laughs> uh, what are they called? Well, I wanted to think of the right word. Uh, you know, basically like like changes. Like we think it's one thing, and then it's oh something else. You know, um, you know, that kind of like thing. Like a twist. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's sort of a twist, but like a weak twist. You know. Yeah. Um, where yeah, where where so so originally um, we're led to believe by Juliet that that the the looking glass station is flooded and mm-hmm. uh but just like and that's what Ben claims I guess but somehow, I don't believe it somehow it just f- still works that's the thing like like you know no no matter where you are in the universe water will always short out electronics mm-hmm. like the island may be crazy but it ain't that crazy mm-hmm. but I'm like how does it how does it work when it's flooded like the electronics are working perfectly yeah right yeah, I didn't buy that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't buy that either. Um, but uh, uh, the fact, the fact that Juliet, I'm going all over the place. The fact that Juliet said that made me want to question, you know, what she was saying in general. Mm-hmm. And so that made me think um, because she was the one who said that. Uh, uh, because there's also this issue of you know using the satellite phone and you know. At first, we're led to believe that Rousseau's signal is blocking it, which makes no sense either. And uh, and then Juliet says no, and so yeah, so that's like so there's like two two revelations there or something, and uh, uh, so what's my point supposed to be? I don't um, know. You're all over the place. I know. That's that's you what I was. You brought up like five things. There's five <laughs> things in the air right now. I like to see you tie all these together. <laughs> see, I'm trying to set this. This is why I was having a hard time bringing something up. I can't seem to. I can't seem to focus on a nice little topic. It's 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 just all over the place. Bringing up like most of the major issues of the episode. I think um, it's a little early to be drinking, don't you think? <laughs> not here. It's five. Oh, okay. That's still a little early, my friend. Nah, five is fine. Still a little early. That's why they they say you know it's five o'clock five somewhere. Is, yeah, five. That's what alcoholics say. Oh well, <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> Got to think about the who who are the people who say that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I guess you're right about that. Hmm. Uh. So what's your point? So my point is, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about what <laughs> this is. This is this is going to get somewhere. I think uh, what I wanted to talk about is what do you think? What do you think Desmond actually saw happening? Oh, is that what you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> you brought up Desmond. You brought up Juliet. You brought up Rousseau. You brought up like five things, and you want to talk about the first thing, which is Desmond's flashes. Well, I wanted to set the stage. Okay. You got uh, um, Okay. I did, I want to talk about like all the things you brought up too. There's little things I want to talk about there. What do I mean? What do I think he saw? I, I think I think he basically saw Charlie swim. I think he saw Charlie swimming, Charlie flipping a switch, uh, Charlie drowning, and like then like you know like he said, uh, 
<clears throat> Claire and Aaron getting into a helicopter. Um, what I think is going to happen personally as a prediction for the finale, um, I think Charlie is going to flip the switch. And the switch, he's, I think what's going to happen is he's going to real. They're they're going to you know obviously try to stop the signal from uh, from uh, being on, and he's going to realize the only way to do that is to flood the station, and so or at least he thinks that'll do it. So he's going to flip the switch, and the switch is going to be like the, the the switch that floods the station or like opens the door that'll flood the station, mm-hmm. and then he's going to drown because of that. But of course he'll have he'll be able to turn the signal will short out. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay, okay. And you, do you think that's what he saw? That well, I think he saw very small flashes of that, so he wasn't he, he wasn't able really to put it together. I got the impression that his that his vision was of Juliet's version where it was already flooded, and he like walked in there and flipped the switch, and walked in there, swam in there, flipped the switch, and then drowned. That's that's what they want you to believe that that it was already flooded and he drowned because, you know, he had to go swim to where the switch was. But obviously it's not flooded. Yeah. Um, and Desmond shouldn't have seen that feature because that's that's not that's not what happens. You know, it's not flooded. Yeah. And she's wrong. I think that was just the thing. The writers want you to think that. I thought that too, you know, in the beginning that he was going to drown because he was underwater the whole time. He was going to flip the switch just in time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I do want to talk about that this whole plan of theirs to swim to the switch I think is totally, totally ridiculous. Like, they have no idea where the switch is. You know, it'd be different if they had, you know, on the schematic, it showed, like, the likely candidate for a switch, and they were like, well, you can hold your breath in time to get to it. But for all they know, the switch could be, like, behind a locked door. It could be on a different level they can't find. Like, there's no reason to believe he could actually hold his breath long enough to swim into a flooded station and and do what you need to do to get to the switch, you know. I I thought that was really crazy, you mm-hmm. know? but obviously it doesn't matter because that's not what happened, right? You know, but like the switch could be behind a locked door. How did you get to get through that? You know, like there, it didn't seem like they really anticipated what could have happened. Mm-hmm. You know what the situation would have be. You know, but anyway, yeah, that's. I think he saw what he what what he said he saw, but it was just fragments. And I think they they wanted the audience to believe that it was going to be flooded, like Juliet said, and he was going to drown flipping it. Yeah. But I think he's going to drown after he flips it, because I think flipping the switch is what's going to flood the station. So so he didn't see the women with the guns. No. Um, that was just like a scene missing in his little. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Uh yeah, he swims in and then something happens with the with the gun women and then uh and then uh somehow he finds a switch and flips it and that'll be that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, that's my thing. That's your thing, what does that mean? Uh that that's that was that's my topic. Oh, okay. Well, um okay, so let's talk about um you know the whole scene with the with the schematic and the you know the first the first planning scene with the signal and turning it off and all that. Um, you yeah. know Danielle says, um, well, who is it? Saeed Saeed believes that it's Danielle's signal who who's blocking the the sat phone from working, which I think makes no sense. You know I'm not a communications expert um, or former communications officer officer for the uh, you know Iraqi uh, what's it called the uh, Royal Guard or something. Um, Republican. Republican Guard. There we go. And um, but anyway, that didn't really make any sense to me. And then Rousseau says 
you know, uh, the message is a signal has been playing for 16 years and no one's heard it. Why do you think you'll have better luck? And I'm like, well, he thinks he'll have better luck because he's not trying to send a signal. You know, he's got a staff phone that's made to communicate with that ship that's out there, you know. So that's why he thinks he'll have better luck because he's got something else that might work. Yeah. Yeah, he's not trying to use, you know, the same thing that she was using. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that also brought up another point. I mean – do you think that the uh, that the ship that's 80 miles offshore could could actually be picking up Rousseau's message? I I know I think uh, I think this 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 underwater station is blocking that as well. Blocking everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so do you, do you think it's been blocking that for like 16 years or whatever? Is that the idea? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about all that. I mean, at some point. Uh, I mean, when Rousseau was 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 Rousseauing around, I don't know. Uh, originally came, yeah. uh, uh, they came to the island because they heard the number transmission, which is transmitted from the same place. I mean, uh, I don't know what we're supposed to believe about that. You know, at that point, um, had the purge not happened yet, uh, uh, or had it, uh, and the others hadn't figured out the whole looking glass thing yet, uh, you know, I, yeah. I I really don't know what to think. Um, maybe it was on for a few years and then it got turned off or I don't know. I mean, well, here's a question similar related. Do you think, you know, before we, we had heard from the others that after the failsafe went off, all the communication was down. Um, now, do you think that that was a lie that the communication is quote unquote down, but it's really just being blocked by the, by the looking glass? Well, she, she said, are you saying no? Yes. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> was she lying or who was No, no, who no, lying? not she. Uh, I mean, the others, like Pickett and, and yeah. you know, early in the season after the failsafe went off, they made, there was at least two or three comments about yeah. uh, about none of the communications with the island working. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you think the, the, the it was just the looking glass and that the others who said that didn't know that Ben was blocking their signals? Well, they had been working before the hash thing, presumably, or they wouldn't notice that they weren't working now. Well, yeah. Are you yeah. suggesting that, that Ben turned it off, like, right around the same time? I'm, just, I'm saying that Ben turned it on around the same time. That's what I mean. By turned yeah. it off, I meant turned off the ability There's to transmit ability signals. To, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, turned on the looking glass, like, right at the same time to make them think that. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. Okay. Because, that, I mean, that, it, either that's true or, or they were, I mean, what was the whole deal? You know, they said, oh, our communications aren't working mm-hmm. because of the failsafe. Mm-hmm. Well, according to Juliet, the looking glass blocks everything but their stuff. So, you know. Well, but I feel like it could, it, I mean, couldn't it still block their stuff too? Well, yeah, it could. But, yeah, it is weird that she said that, but she didn't seem to add, even though our stuff isn't working. Like, Yeah, that, that was mean, what confused me. And she knows about the looking glass. You know, it seems like if they knew about it too – you know, I don't know, they might say, uh, realize there's another way, you know, and if they had any suspicions of Ben not wanting them to communicate, you know, uh, then maybe they could put together. But uh, but I don't know what we're supposed to think. I guess I, uh, 
I guess I feel like maybe it's just conflicting things and they're both true. I mean, do you think that the, the looking glass is blocking all the non-other communications and the fail-safe is blocking the other communication? Yeah. You know, but but it seems to be, it, you would think that, well, why even have the looking glass on if if the fail-safe blocks out island communications? Yeah, well, before that, it made sense. Um, yeah. But uh, but now it does seem as though uh, it's not doing anything unless it only blocks the other's communications and looking glass blocks everything else, um, which is just ridiculous, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't believe that. Um, maybe so. Maybe that's supposed to be a revelation. I don't know. I don't know. It's confusing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with that either. It's, I don't know. Bad writing, or they're going to explain it. Because I, I do feel like the, I feel like the thing is real. You know, the, the, the failsafe hatch implosion, uh, shutting down the communications. I, I believe that. I guess I feel like this, this other thing is a, is a mitigate. It's just kind of a, kind of an extra thing. That's, it's true too. But don't worry about how they're, you know, how they interact. Or what if what if the the failsafe interference was just temporary? Yeah, yeah, it could be that too. Or maybe the looking glass isn't doing anything, and they'll shut it down and realize they still can't do anything. <laughs> maybe that'd be a waste of time. Yeah, I mean that'd be pretty crappy. But I mean, I don't think there's any way they're getting rescued. Yeah. So, well, apparently um, Carlton and Damon said they're not getting rescued. Oh really? Not to spoil anything. Sorry guys, but what? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think the show, um, you know, unless you're talking about the last episode or something, really makes mm-hmm. sense uh, with them being rescued. So, uh, so I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know why it's not going to happen. But, well, um, um, that's the thing. I mean, I don't think they're going to get rescued either. I just wonder what's going to happen with, with Naomi. Is she going to get killed? Uh, is she going to become a regular character? You know, uh, I mean, her boat is fairly close, you know, to where yeah. they are. Are they going to just give up looking for her and assume she's dead? You know, are they, uh, are the others going to fake, you know, sort of fake another helicopter, fake a helicopter crash so that her, her company sees it and thinks she's dead. You know what I mean? Like how are they mm-hmm. going to get, you know, finish her little, uh, a little arc here um, if if they don't get rescued. I mean, and then you have what Desmond said, you know, that uh, he saw Claire and, and Charlie get in the helicopter. Maybe that's, you know, three years from now or something. Uh, or maybe maybe a, hel- a helicopter will come and, 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 you know, people are getting on board, a lot of the maybe background people and, and Claire and Aaron, and then, like, it has to take off because the, other, because the others are attacking or something, and, mm-hmm. and then, like, it, it can't find its way back or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they could do that. They could they could let a few people off. Obviously, most of the main characters won't get off. Yeah. Um, that that's possible. And then yeah, there has to be a reason why they can't come back, um, which is certainly possible, um, for them to make up some shit as to why they can't come back. Yeah. Um, but I guess yeah, I guess I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say no one's getting rescued until you know really close to the end. Okay. Um, I just don't think that. And for Naomi, I say she either dies or they or they like her character and keep her around. Okay. 
you know, I, that seems like that's how it works. Like with Desmond and and Ben and stuff, you know, they could have easily been like couple episode characters, but uh, they liked them and decided to try to keep them around. So I think it depends on how much they like her. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, she needs to start doing something. <laughs> yeah, she's not doing anything. Besides being horse in this episode. <laughs> yeah, she's she's a horse one. She was weirdly horse. Um. Oh, that scene with her and Charlie. I really uh-huh. didn't like that part when she's like, uh, uh, so, what did she say? I gotta look at the transcript. Uh, she says something, she asked about the others. Uh, she says something like, uh, so tell me about the people that something. Yeah, who are these people you're going to war with? Is that what she said? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much what she said. And then Charlie says, oh, that's a long story. Want to ask me something else? Yeah, like, I kind of like that. Ugh. I I actually I actually kind of like that because it was it was obviously sarcastic. It, it was true, but like obviously sarcastic. I mean, was he really going to take the time to explain the whole conflict with the others? You know, I actually I actually kind of like that line. And, Hated that uh, one. Hated. And then she's like, "Are you being funny, mate? You know, whatever." Um, that was like that was like a that was like a video game line to me. Like, yeah, that's the thing. It was you know. I think it was sort of. It wasn't trying. I don't think it was trying not to be. I thought it was. It was like obviously. It doesn't matter. Know, it it, it may have been trying to be shitty. I, I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless well, I mean, of what just, it was trying to be. It's just kind of like meta humor. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's calling attention to itself. Which I mean, I don't think you can blame it for being bad when it's when it knows it's bad. I, you know. I yes I can, <laughs> and I do. <laughs> I right. do. If you intentionally write something shitty, I don't care. It's still shitty. It doesn't matter what your intentions were. Well, I think it's worse if something's bad and it's trying to be good than when it's bad and it's bad. It's trying to be bad. I mean, it accomplished its goal. You know. Mm-hmm. I think that's different when when it's something's trying to be good. Its goal is to be good, and then it's bad. I mean, it failed. Uh, so, I mean, I guess yeah. you don't have to like it, but it, it it didn't fail in what it was trying to do. Uh, yeah, it didn't. But but I don't think you know the goal of writing a bad line. I mean, you know, great, good for you. I mean, I just I don't I don't see that as a as a great goal to aspire to. You know, and, oh wow, you succeeded. You wrote something shitty. Like I don't know. Well, it's it's part of writing. I, I mean, can't praise writing a certain kind of genre like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's a big part of writing. Um, I think people should write good stuff. <laughs> That's just me. You know, it just doesn't seem, you know. And well, and it was just it was just really awkward and like, you know, um I mean, he could have given her a short explanation. No, I don't think I mean, he could have, but that wouldn't have been, you know, prudent for the audience to sit through that. Oh, I agree. I mean, they weren't going to let us sit through it, but um yeah. you know, realistically, I mean, the whole point of that was for the the whole point of that scene was the whole greatest hits thing, and and to get you know the information that you know she's from Man- she's from England and you know she heard about him before and and you know, that that was the whole point you know yeah yeah and they just they just had to get there and you know like you know it went from you know he made a joke and then she said you know oh, you're making fun of me or whatever and she said oh I wouldn't make fun of a fellow you know whatever he said Mancunian Mancunian. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's just that's just like that's just one of my fundamental like problems. I just don't I don't give I just don't like to give credit because you're trying to do something shitty and you succeed. Like 
Uh, to me, that well, it's not necessarily that it's shitty. It's just you know, it's like you know, an artist trying to make you know, a, a painter trying to paint in a cubist style. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to do something specific in terms of writing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I and I think they accomplished it. You may not like you know the cubist style, but they still accomplished their goal. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, but I but I don't think it's a matter of not. I mean, I think it's a matter of not liking low quality writing, not like a style. You know, I mean, I don't, to me, there's not like a great. But that's style still a style, there. though. That's still a style to write. It, I think it can be a style to write in low quality writing. You, you, you know, depending on like characters and stuff like that. I mean, anyway, let's not harp on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I just wanted to mention my general thing because I hear that a lot. You know. Um, like all the time, really, you know. Oh well, it wanted to be bad, so it's okay. Like I, I don't know. I just never really bought that. So I just wanted to um, say that for the record, because I have a platform. Because you have a platform. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that you really had a platform. No, um, it's a metaphorical platform. All right. Um. So the Looking Glass. Um, do you think it's one of the stations on the on the blast door map? Nope. You don't. Or yes. Wait. On the blast door <laughs> map? Yeah. Right. Uh. I don't know. It's a. I mean, the blast door map is just ridiculous. I mean, I don't. I mean, what? Maybe. I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, how how is one to know? You know. It might or might not be. Yeah, well, the point of my question was I was wondering what you thought. You want me to take a stand? Um, I don't want you to tell me the absolute truth because you don't know it. So <laughs> don't do that because you can't. But, yeah, uh, I guess what I'm saying is it's hard for me to decide because I feel, I feel like it could easily go either way. Um, okay. uh, I'm on the fence. But it, uh, you're gonna, you want to force me to take a stand? I'll, I'll say, I'll say, uh, this, is, this feels so arbitrary. I'll say, sure, why not? It's, it's one of the unmarked stations. Okay. What do you think? Um, I don't think it is. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Because um, I think the only way they would have, you know, Rosinski or Kelvin would have known about it is if they got, uh, you know, some sort of uh, documentation of its existence, and they wouldn't have necessarily known where it was. Yeah. Uh, because Juliet knew about the station and still didn't know where it was, and she, you know. Yeah, is is privy to uh, you know more information than I think Kelvin and Rosisky were to mm-hmm. you know, to a certain degree. Um, yeah, uh, if they're just trekking out, it is odd though that they have these like. I think there's a station here. I mean, it's sort of it's sort of an odd. Um, that when you look at the map, it, you, you wonder what they what they were doing. Uh, you know, there's that part with the station that's like crossed out. Like I thought there was a station there, but there's not. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That always, to me, I thought was, like, the station's not there anymore. Or, like, you know, he thought the station was in that area, but no, it wasn't in that area. It was in another area or something. And, you know, maybe he had a list of of station names or, or read something that said there's, you know, eight stations total or something. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot could be going on with that thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I guess um I guess if you think about it, he, he shouldn't have found it. The only the only way it would be on there is if he had reason to think, you know, if he had some inside knowledge. Yeah. You know, about about it. Like I know there's an underwater station or something and you know, yeah. and maybe if he found the cable maybe he'd say maybe it's here. I don't know. I 
I, that would be the only way that'd be possible. But I'm just saying yes because that's I don't know why not. Um. But I wanted to yeah. say something about the schematic. Okay. Um. For for first of all, um, a pet peeve of yours appears on this schematic. Uh, it says at the top the looking glass hatch. Yeah. <laughs> That's, so, it says that? Yeah. Wow, that's awful. Yeah. That's, that's really, 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 really funny. That's yeah. hilarious. I, uh, I paused someone, it. Someone who watches the show created that schematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I, I, think, I think it's a case of um, either Greg Nations or the prop people um, falling into the trap that the people on the show – Fall, fall into um, just by the fact that, which it makes sense for them on the show, I think. Um, it's sort of the kind of thing that an initial misunderstanding turns into a term, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I like it on the show, but yeah, from outside the show, and Dharma in particular, who knows what these things are, you know, shouldn't be calling them hatches. Yeah, they really, really shouldn't. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, and it's... Uh, it's. Uh, I just thought that was funny. I, I think that's. Um, I think that's just them. You know, fucking up. I think if they had thought about it, they wouldn't have put that. But um, they just fell into that trap of oh, they're all hatches. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's easy to think that way. So yeah, you can um, look. It's on the left side. They kind of like pan away yeah, from it. Thought, yeah. But uh, anyway, I had to. I had to freeze. The other. The other thing is. Um, uh, there's. There's a. There's a on the left uh, diagram. There's there's sort of a picture of where the where the submarine's supposed to go. So I guess uh, mm-hmm. I guess the the preferred method to get down there is to um, take the submarine down. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, on the on the left hand side of the schematic, it has a, a depth chart, a depth meter for how far to the to the to the little ocean floor there that the uh, you know the station is. And uh, it actually has little arrows, uh, I guess, is showing how the sub is supposed to get there, you know, coming from the side and then going up to the to the middle of the, the little moon pool there. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the little arrows. Just in case you don't get it, Dharma people who should know what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how the sub needs to get there. But um, uh, like I said, it has a depth chart. Uh, I, I think it, it, was, it looks like about 70 meters that Charlie would have had to dive. Uh, you know, which is, uh, I did some math, and uh, let's see, 70 meters, I think, is, um, uh, in terms of in terms of pressure, is like seven times the normal uh, atmospheric pressure, you know, on, on land. So it would have been very, uh, very not fun, I think, for Charlie to have to swim that far down. But um, he got, and I think he got, I did a little more research on, in, in free diving, and he got close to, like, uh, the world record of a uh, uh, free diving depth with with just weights and and you know no scuba gear. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he did pretty well for himself. <laughs> Got close to the world record. Wow, wow. Well, uh, I didn't expect that. Um, yeah. Good for Charlie. Um, oh, should I mention that now? I don't even know. Why not? Um, I want to bring up something from season one, um, White Rabbit, may, uh, episode five. May all remember, um, what's her name, Joanna drowning, and uh, Boone tries to save her, and then Jack goes out and saves Boone but can't save her, and uh, that becomes, uh, you know, his big problem in the episode. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 right when right when that whole thing starts, like Charlie's standing right there, and he goes, uh, uh, "She's drowning. I don't swim." You yeah. Know? And uh, uh, <laughs> obviously, um, that's not true. According to this episode, um, he seemed to not do too bad uh, swimming around. So uh, I think, to me, it's a continuity error. If you want, you can do some kind of explanation as to, oh, he was being selfish or whatever you want to say. Um, but uh, but I think that's just damage control. I think they just they wanted this plot more than they wanted to stay in line with one little line from season one. Yeah. You know, um, you know there was, it was the whole thing, too. You know, he was going to drown trying to save Claire, uh, presumably – uh, yeah, you know, in, in in that recent episode, Paravion. So they they made a they made an effort to say that he really can't swim. Um, uh, I I don't even I don't know. I mean, we saw in the back his, his backstory that he you know was hesitant to to get into the water, and then when he did, he seemed to like it. Um, and then he had that line that he was a junior swim champion, which which I think was completely you know made up. Yeah, I think he's um, lying there. Uh, I I don't think he he is a really good swimmer. Um, I think he really got lucky. Uh, I think there's there's more evidence to say that he's just not a good swimmer. Yeah, um, I don't I think, think he's, he's a great lucky. swimmer. But the idea that he you know doesn't swim at all, I mean you know, that's um. Yeah, I don't think he. I mean, true. I don't think he does swim at all. I mean, I mean, we saw in the backstory that he swam that one time. But besides that, I mean... And he even refers to it on his greatest hits as being taught how to swim. I mean, you know, I, I think he knows how to swim. According to this episode, I think he does know how to swim. He may not be great, but, you know, he's, you know, got got an average level of confidence. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I think that's that's a little bit of a glitch. But you're talking about one line, you know, from season one versus this whole plot, and, and I, I think that wins. So, uh, you know... Um, You're talking about what? One line from season one versus this whole plot, you know, of, well, of this I mean, underwater like station. Well, on when he was going to drown trying to save her, too, I think. I think there's more evidence that he can't swim than th- that he can. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but that was, you know, in that case, he, he was at least going in. Um, but that thing, well, yeah, I don't know what to do with that stuff. But, uh, uh. But uh, I, you know, he <laughs> he did he did a good enough job uh, t- uh, to me to uh, to make um, make that line not make sense. Anyway, um, uh, back to the schematic. Um, there's a symbol, a, a, a standard Dharma symbol for uh, the the uh, looking glass, mm-hmm. and it is a little white bunny. <laughs> Uh, some sort of, uh, you know, in the middle of the standard Dharma thing. Um, you know, all the stations have that kind of pattern. The Dharma symbol with a thing in the middle to indicate the station. And mm-hmm. uh, the looking glass has a, has a rabbit thing and uh, this a white rabbit, of course. This is, uh, this is the Alice in Wonderland kind of illusion thing. Um, and uh, so I thought that was interesting to note. Um, white rabbit with a little, like, clock on its neck. Oh, it's got um, a clock and a well, it's got a it's got a black circle and with a like a sort of line, a two a two part line segment thing or something, um, which to me looks like a clock that's at about like three forty, 
335, something like that. Um, <laughs> or I guess maybe 815, I don't know, which is the minute hand or which is the hour hand. But um, I think, uh, you know, on the looking glass, like you said, Alice in Wonderland, having to do with, you know, a different dimension, a different reality or whatever, um, I, I, you know, and again, they, they make these time travel um, references and little little things in the show. So maybe the station has something to do with that. Um, it's really, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to see what this what this station's all about. You know, the whole thing with it blocking the signal I thought was weird. You know, I, I think it would have made more sense if the the flame was blocking the signal, but of course that's blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. You know, since the flame was all about communication. Um, the other thing I want to mention about the schematic is that it shows that the uh, cable that we've uh, seen so many times um, is actually an anchor, yeah. uh, presumably, an anchor to the island, which I thought, which to me is sort of strange because, um, you know, for a station that big and, it, you know, from the schematic, it's got it's got supports that look like they're, you know, drilled into the bottom of the floor there. Why does it really need an anchor? It's not like a floating station. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, that anchor seems really thin and small, mm-hmm. uh, that, that little cable. But um, if it comes in here, you don't think that's going to hold it? Uh, well, I don't – that and I don't think it needs anything to hold it because it's, it's on these supports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's – I don't know. It's sort of weird that they that they say that that's, a, that that's an anchor. Uh, I think a lot of people thought, and I did too, that it was some sort of, you know, power or communication or – or something like that, a cable for power communication. Yeah. Apparently, it's just a, it's just an anchor. Well, that leaves open the question of how they're getting power down there. Um, yeah. Which uh, is curious. Um, being underwater, I mean, it seems like it would have to be coming through something like that. Maybe they have some sort of hydro hydro turbine system down there. <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah. You know the the current the underwater currents power some sort of generator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's come up with. <laughs> or maybe another uh, geothermal generator. Yeah, Perry just said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, their go-to explanation. Well, from the schematic, it it really shouldn't have any geothermal anything, but. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe those um those supports are actually um, some sort of pipeline system that go really deep down or. Mm-hmm. Summer was really uh, doing some crazy stuff back then, building these stations. Yeah. So, so I think, uh, I guess they like to do this. Um, you know, the uh, the last, the season two finale was called Live Together, Die Alone, and uh, and that came from Jack's big speech, uh, uh, which I think um, was also from White Rabbit, um, I think. Uh, and, uh, uh, and then this season's finale is called Through the Looking Glass, um, which, uh, you know, the Looking Glass Station, which has a logo that's a white rabbit, and it's all, you know, this Alice in Wonderland thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't even know why that episode was called White Rabbit. Oh, no, I don't remember. Hmm. Uh, didn't Locke make a comment about White Rabbit? Didn't somebody make a comment about that? Oh, I guess. Like, uh, let's see what, 
let's see what's down the rabbit hole. Or is that that's from the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> that is from the Matrix. From the Matrix. Oops. Yeah, they totally did that in the Matrix. They 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 used the same kind of illusions. Um, uh, you know, with them taking the pills, being like um, going through the yeah. wilderness. And uh, and following the White Rabbit and all that nonsense. Um, we all remember that great film. Um, that's weird. That's weird. Makes it seem like they stole that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's public domain. Yeah, it was a comic book originally, so maybe it was in there, and they stole it from them, and then so it's like third hand. Anyway, uh... What was my point supposed to be? So anyway, this finale is now referring to that episode too. They they have a tradition, sort of one season tradition of uh, of uh, you know harkening back to um, an early episode. So um, oh, just I just happened to look up the White Rabbit thing because I was curious too. Uh, it's a scene with Jack and Locke, and uh, Jack says, um, oh, "What is he talking about?" Let's see. <laughs> He takes the Marshall's badge that Sawyer flips to her, and then, and then a shot of Jack and Locke. Jack and Locke are talking, and then Jack says, uh, I'm chasing something, someone. Locke says, ah, the White Rabbit, Alice in Wonderland. Jack says, yeah, Wonderland, because of cause who I'm chasing, he's not there. Locke says, but you see him. Yes, but he's not there. And if, you, and if I came to you and said the same thing, then what would your explanation be as a doctor? I'd call it a hallucination, blah, blah, blah. So they talk about the rabbit I thing see. there. Um, I see. So I guess yeah. that's when he's seeing his dad, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That was that was the whole thing in that episode. Um, yeah, he was chasing his dad around, and uh, and I think I think with Ben in the last episode, seeing his mom, you know, kind of um, recalled that uh, that whole yeah. business um, as well. Obviously, other people have seen other people who are dead and maybe not dead um, at various times. Um, I guess they're usually dead. Anyway, um, I can't think of one instance when they weren't dead, but maybe there is one. Anyway, um, uh, wow, I'm losing my train of thought. Oh, so the schematic, one more thing about it. Um I don't want to obsess about it because I really know, you know, when they have a quick shot or something like that, you know, and the fact that it says hatch on there, you know, it just, I, I almost want to just ignore it completely. But, um. The schematic? Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it just doesn't really matter that much what's on there. Um, I, I don't want to even trust it that much. Um, but, uh, uh, there's also this, like, little equation, um, you know, I, mm-hmm. it doesn't really make any sense to just throw an equation in the middle of this thing. Yeah. Uh, something involving cosine. It looks all very technical, um, but uh, uh, I, it's a, they have the same thing on the Blastor map, you know, uh, just some, like, random equations thrown in um, at the but side. They, they have, like, H something of T equals this thing, which equals something else. Yeah. It's really weird. Uh, uh, <laughs> like uh, H of something T equals A cos of two. What is that? Two X T over T plus Z, which is the same apparently as as A cos three sixty T over T plus Z. Yeah, it just doesn't. When you put that second equal, it just like 
really means that you don't know what you're doing. I mean, it could be, it could be that they're defining the function with the first one and then saying it's equal to the second. It's possible to have two equal signs and say something meaningful, but uh, the fact that they're using 360, I mean. No one, you know, in the real world, when they're using those functions, uses degree. They, everybody uses radians, so that's bad mm-hmm. form right there. Um, I think the Blastor map had, had, like, radians on it. Whatever. Anyway, um, I just wanted to bring up the, uh, the, uh, the little equation because it's just, you know, it's a little bit of silliness. You know, let's throw something in to make it look um, technical. Yeah. It's got, it's got more equations at the top that uh, yeah, I saw look that even too. crazier. Um, the weird thing about the schematic to me is how it, it, it you know, if it wasn't for the uh, official logo at the top and, like, the font, um, you know, like, the, the name at the top, I, it looks like someone, you know, just really drawing a, a sketch of the place. Yeah, like, it does not look quite sure, You know, not quite sure what's what. We know what it's kind of like. Um, uh, you know, it seems like maybe this was a, a, a preliminary blueprint, but then it, it actually got built differently. You know, um, it, it's weird. It's not. It doesn't seem like the the final official version. Yeah. You know? So I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But if it was created in the seventies, I mean, you know, maybe they, maybe that was the way to make these things. You know. Hand no, draw I mean, them. you could. Yeah, you could. You would hand draw them. I mean, but but I mean, people. I know. I know architects who still hand draw their diagrams and schematics. You know, they don't use computers even today. But they they use you know protractors and rulers and everything to make it like perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wouldn't just like hand draw it in like that. Not like a final blueprint. I see. So I don't know. I don't know if they well we're supposed to think of that or maybe I mean maybe this someone someone mentioned um, I saw I read somewhere that the station looks decidedly different than than the schematic makes it look. I really couldn't couldn't discern that myself. But uh, I don't know. Maybe the this is just an early design, and they they built it differently. Yeah. Um, I, I think we're supposed to believe it's real. Um, and I mean, the shot of it isn't that long. I I I think um, yeah. I I think I think it's supposed to be a real thing, and you know, however it lines up with the with what they actually shoot of inside the thing, you know, eh. <laughs> It might not work, but uh, I don't think it's supposed to be like a focal point. Yeah. So. Um, well, that's the thing. You know, anything they give us is up for scrutiny. Yeah. Oh, sure. Of course. Especially when they, you know, show it. Um. What else about the the looking glass? But I mean, sometimes you know there have been some examples of close-ups of props with errors on them um and i mean this one has that hatch thing um so you know just because they show it doesn't mean it's all correct or there isn't something wrong with it you know oh sure sure so um so that's why i'm i'm hesitant to put too too much um too much emphasis on what's there i it's worth it's worth talking about of course but you know, I don't expect them to 100% adhere to everything on there. Yeah. So, all right. So, anyway, that's the schematic. All right. Um, this whole thing with uh, stripping the plane for wire again, <laughs> like, didn't they do that before? Didn't they need wire for something a while ago, uh, like back in Season 2, and they stripped the plane for wire? Oh, did they? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember what they were doing. Maybe, maybe when they were making the uh, the infamous booby trap with the cans, maybe they needed wire for that or something. Oh well, that was season one. Was that season one? Yeah, yeah, that I was decent. A while ago. Um. Uh. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. I don't know what they made those with. I don't know where they got all those cans. <laughs> Oh, from the from the can store. Of <laughs> um. Anyway, I just thought that was weird. I mean, how much you know? And I think Greg Nations or somebody said something that you know they they'll they they can get pretty much whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, on the island because they're not they don't really care about making that realistic. They have they have a little magic box kind of thing where yeah. you know blue tarps and shovels and you know. Uh, uh, Whatever sorts of things they need come out. I was there was one shot in this episode of like all, a bunch of tents with blue tarps, and I was just like, God damn, that's a lot of blue tarps. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, who would carry around this many blue tarps? Yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyway, it's I agree. Yeah, I think I think they're beyond really worrying about realism. Um, I don't think they want to go too far. You know, they don't want them to like pull out. You know, here's my rocket pack. I'll go back home. You know, they're not going to pull out anything like crazy. But uh, you know, if it's if it's something like if it's a sort of reasonable object um, and they need them to have it, then they will. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, that's um, they're beyond worrying about that. And at this point, I mean, it barely even feels like they're out there trying to survive anymore. You know, um, it just seems like they just live outside. You know, and. But but life is is seems pretty easy these days. Yeah, definitely. They well, they just got to worry about people trying to kill them. But yeah, well, their their basic needs are met. Yeah. Besides all that, if they didn't have all this plot going on, you know, it seems like life would be easy. They just hang back. They got all the food. You know, just wait around. Um. So let let let's talk about Desmond's. Um, Flash again. Uh, I you know the whole thing with um, I don't think we finished talking about that. The whole okay. thing with um, uh, you know Charlie, you know I saw you die in my Flash, and if you don't die, then there won't be any rescue for anyone. You have to die this time. Um, you know that whole thing was 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 one of the uh, the things I didn't like about this episode. How the writers, uh, you know, they have these characters say say these things with with such you know absolute certainty, uh, you know, in the face of the fact that we, you know, just, uh, I mean, what, what episode was that? Um, Catch-22? Uh, yeah, Catch-22, when when that was, when we learned that, you know, things can happen differently and it doesn't really affect his vision. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we went through the exact same thing with something good happening but Charlie dying in the vision. And, uh, you know, why is it that he says, this time you have to die, you know? And I, I really just think it's, it, you know, the audience hears that and they go, oh, no, he's going to die this time. Yeah. You know, they're just they're just like playing with us when really, you know, he, he's not going to have to die. It's really trumped-up drama, I think. Uh, uh, I mean, I think they did the same thing with the original Revelation, you know? Uh, 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 flashes before your eyes. You know, at the end, Desmond says, you know... I can try or whatever, but you're going to die, Charlie. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, you know, next thing we hear, he's saving him again and again and again, you know. I just, I hated all that because it, the, 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 our, our, you know, our primer with, 
with the flashes was Miss Hawking saying, you can't change the future. Mm-hmm. Like, you can try, but you can't. That was yeah. the first thing he learned. But he never seemed to understand that. Yeah. He always tries to change it, and he, he never seems to understand that, which is just really strange to me. And um, if he hadn't saved Charlie, then Charlie wouldn't be around now to play whatever part he's going to play in this plot. Yeah. So So if he plays a vital part, it will look like he really shouldn't have let him die. Yep. You know, and then he really did have an effect. You know, yep. the universe <laughs> let him change something. You know, and that's, I mean, <laughs> that just makes all that seem like bullshit. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's not to say that someone else couldn't have swam down there, I guess, but um, it's just, it's really strange. Yeah, no, I mean, it could have still worked out, but the thing is, you know, it's, it's he's if he does something significant, then, you know... <laughs> I don't know. It makes it makes it seem like it wasn't such a bad idea to save him. Yeah. So, um, uh, which you know, so far, like I would have done. Um, I mean, at this point, I don't know. But uh, uh, I mean, a lot of the stuff he had to do so far wasn't that bad. Um, relatively, situation he's in now, you know, I don't know. It's a little more dangerous, but. Uh, I, I don't know what to what to think. I mean, you know, with Desmond, that's the thing. I think they they want they want to tell you this is going to happen and give you the drama of that, but eh, they're not really willing to let it play out that way. Yeah. You know, when it comes down to it, they want to surprise you and something else happens, which removes all the punch from the prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, when you watch it again, like when I watched it in this episode, I'm like, oh come on, he's going to be fine. <sighs> He still might die, of course, but uh, it, it was an anticlimax, sort of. Um, yeah, it was weird, you know. In terms of the prediction. I did like the surprise, though, so, you know. Yeah, you know, I just, I, you know, when Charlie, you know, surfaces and says, oh, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, it's like, well, you know, you were going to die after you hit the switch, buddy, not, not, you know, before you hit the switch, so you really shouldn't be that you know, that excited yet. Um, he forgot. He was oxygen he, deprived. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he got, you know, he kind of got scared because he didn't he didn't know if he was going to make it to the moon pool. But, um, uh, which I got to say, by the way, is like <laughs> really bad, um, you know, to have a back door like that that anyone can just swim down to. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a bad for a secret that's bad for a secret station <laughs> to have this like open thing that you know anyone can just swim to and you know what should it do just like close up? Uh, yeah, have some sort of cover at the top where you know um, I think there was a wasn't there an alien movie like that where they uh, they have to swim under yeah they have to like swim from point A to point B. Uh, but then, like, there was, like, a, a cover at the top when they got there or something, and they had to, like, work their way around it or something. By Alien movie, do you mean the Alien series, like Sigourney Weaver, Alien? Yeah. Or do you mean, yeah. okay. Specifically Alien, Sigourney Weaver, Alien. Not just a movie with aliens. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that a movie with those aliens. Yeah. Um, the original Aliens. Right. <laughs> there were no aliens before those. No. <laughs> That's where we get the name from. Where did they get it from? Don't ask. Yeah. Genius, I say, genius. Um. <laughs> oh, the other thing I wanted to say about Charlie and this whole swimming, and, you know, he claims he can hold his breath for four minutes. You know, the um, 
I, you know, I know it's a TV show, obviously, because I watch it on TV. Um, but what? I just hate when, like, you know, something, something little, like, you know, Charlie says, "Oh, I was a junior swim champ. I held my best for four minutes." You know, and I'm, I'm thinking, if I was in that scene, I'd be like, "Well, you know, that that was a long time ago, Charlie, and you, you, done t- you know, I don't remember you practicing holding your breath, you know, <laughs> you know, every day since you've been on this island. You know, you got to get yourself back up to something like that. So even if you could." hold your breath for four minutes at one point, uh, you know, you, you won't be able to do that now because you haven't been, you know, keeping up, you know. And then I'm thinking, you know, they, they have that little part where they kind of cut to Juliet after he says that, you know, and she doesn't really react or anything, but she's like in the next shot they cut to. And I'm thinking Juliet should know if he's lying or not. I mean, she should have, in his file, <laughs> it should say oh, you're if, right. if he was junior swim champ at any point, you know, what his background is. It should say he's scared of swimming or doesn't swim or whatever it is, you know, with this thing about swimming. So not only does it say it in the file, but she's memorized it word for word. Yeah, so, um, she would know. She would know. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things. I bet that's going to happen a lot if she sticks around long enough. You know, <laughs> where she should call somebody on something or know everything about everybody, and she only knows it when they need it. You know, exactly. <laughs> oh, you gotta love TV. It's uh, it plays by its own rules. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good point. I didn't even think of Juliet knowing shit. I just forgot. I did what they wanted me to do. I yep, did. you just played right along mm-hmm. into their web mm-hmm. of deception. And I didn't even remember the whole thing with Charlie having trouble swimming. Like, I was just like, oh, wow, look, a skill that's useful. Yeah. Who knew? Because I guess, I, guess like, I would take it. Sorry, what did you say? I said, who knew coming from Charlie, something useful. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Big, big shock. Not not much useful so far. Um, I, You know, I was, like, if I if he said that to me, I would be thinking, um, you know, he's still relatively young. Um, uh, not even relatively. He is still young. And uh, uh, He's relatively young. And I would be thinking, um, uh I would be thinking, yeah, you can't necessarily hold your breath for four minutes anymore, but, you know, you might be, you know, better equipped. You know, obviously the skills have faded, but presumably, like, something's still there to give you an edge, you know, um, for doing it. You know, you you don't have to do it for four minutes, but maybe you can do it for half that or something, you know. Yeah. Um, That would be what I was thinking. Like, not expecting him to repeat that, but, like, it's an indication of a skill he might, you know, still retain enough of for it to be used. Well, and that's my thing, you know, I'm really I'm really picky when it comes to writing and little little things like that. I would have rather him said like I, you know, I could hold my breath for 4 minutes, you know, or you know, some sort of way of saying at one point that was my record. Mm-hmm. You know, which which is really the point he's trying to get across is that he has that ability, but not to specifically say he can do it now, mm-hmm. which is I think a lie. And I not think. only is it a lie, even if it was true it would be a lie, you know. <laughs> Even if, because I don't think he ever was a junior swim champ. So. Even if it's true, it would be a it's lie. A double, it's a double lie. <laughs> right. Because he is actually uh, lying, but um, yeah. But even if he weren't lying, he would still be lying. Exactly. <laughs> Two levels of lying. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Um, yeah, it's a fair point. Uh, I think people might speak like that sometimes. I, I don't think... Um, yeah, one one word's bad, um, but you know, eh, I I can forgive that personally. That's the thing; people might speak like that at sometimes, but that's the thing about writing is you, you can know, control it. 
you can control it, and and you, you know you're making a choice to do that. It's yeah. not like, oops, I just said that because I'm speaking normally. It's like, no, you, you know, a group of people decided he should say that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. Fair point. Fair point. Um, One to you. What else? What else is <laughs> what else is on your list? Um. Uh. What else is on my list? All kinds of shit. Um, okay. So it's the third thing. So okay, fine. Uh, I have to set the stage again. <laughs> so forgive me. Oh God. Um, it might, the stage. It might seem like I say way too much, and then it comes down to a simple thing. But um, yeah, bear with me. So the the stage here is uh, you know, the this the episode starts out with Carl. Um. You know, uh, basically a little uh, starting with somebody running and, oh, shit, doing something. Yeah. You know, they've done that a few times. Uh, uh, I can remember doing that. Um, they did that after Colleen was shot. I guess that'd be episode uh, three. Uh, 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 or no, it wasn't episode three. It was four because three was further instructions and they didn't. Yeah, I was going to say. Go over there. It was four. It was uh, it was every man for himself. Um, Get it they, right, man. Get it they right. They started with him running through the through the. Uh, it took me a second. I was trying to be logical, and uh, anyway, uh, uh, they started with him running. And, and then there was uh, expose, which started with uh, Nikki running, and uh, and there's probably more examples if I thought hard enough. But uh, anyway, it's something they like to do. So I don't know. Why I thought they started with. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> Mhm. Oh, that thing. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Um, forgot about that. Um. Oh, you're talking. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, that's fine. <laughs> you're you're setting your. I forgot. You're setting the stage. I'm setting oh. the stage. Exactly. I thought you were done, but no, you're still setting. The oh stage. man, I, that was that was too long of a tangent on that one thing. Um. Uh. But anyway. Uh. So later we find out that that's Carl. You might have recognized him in the beginning. I didn't. Um. Uh, when he, I knew it was Carl when he went to the little, uh, what do they call it? Uh, oh, Highlander. Oh, Land- what forget. It uh, yeah, I don't uh, remember. They gave it a name. It had a little, little fun name for it. They did. They did. The 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 the, the uh, Guten. I, the, I don't know. Uh, Flux, um, the Skivvy. Uh, the, it was like a something Lander. Oh, some sort of lander, some sort of uh, lander. That's kind of yeah. Are like are like the boat lander, range, range lander. Who <laughs> sounds really stupid? Uh, I should look this up. Outrigger. Outrigger. There we go. That's it. <laughs> Not lander. Yeah, that's close. Are you thinking Outlander or Outlandish or something? I don't know. I'm anyway. think, I was thinking of Range Rover slash. Outrigger. They just put two words together. Outrigger. I'm we sure. rigged it. We rigged it together to go out. Mm-hmm. So it's an outrigger. Therefore, yeah, hey, that's the that's the miracle of English. It's like, hey, get the outrigger. What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> outrigger, outrigger. Okay, watch it, buddy. Watch it. <laughs> I got my eyes. Got my eyes on you, buddy. Two um, yeah, so I knew it was Carl because who else would who else would have access to that? And uh, it looked like him. So it did when I saw it later, but first time I had no idea. I was like, "Who the fuck is that? What's going on?" Yeah. Um, and then I forgot. And then when they got back to it, I you remembered. just buy into you just buy into all the little tricks. I do. I'm I'm just a little gullible, uh, gullible, wow. gullible genie. Wow. 
I just yeah, uh if they if they were trying to manipulate me, I'm gonna fall for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's just a, a weakness. Every now and then I see through it, but mostly I fall for them. Nice. Um, uh, uh, I mean, I don't make an effort to outthink them usually, so that's mm-hmm. part of it. Um, maybe if I sat there and thought, what could this be, I would have come to an obvious conclusion. You know, who else could that really be? Yeah. Um, it, was, it, it should have been obvious, but um, I was just, you know, being swept away by the drama. So, anyway... Um, you still haven't made your point yet, right? Oh, I'm getting there. Here it comes. <laughs> uh, so, Carl uh, Carl uh, shows up and uh, uh, on, on the lofty side, and, uh, and then he runs out, and then Saeed tackles him. And, uh, oh, Saeed. And, uh, and that was the shot they used in the, in the promo, um, the, the, the next week on Lost thing um, that I did watch. And they really made it look like the other's attack was going to happen in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, like, cutting a few things together, and they used that shot in particular, and, like, something else to sort of make it look like um, an attack was going to happen. And uh, I remember thinking, like, it can't happen in this episode. <laughs> like, no way, they're going to have it this episode, and then the finale is, like, other shit. Like, I just didn't see that happening. So, um, anyway, uh, wow, my my setting the stage has, like, a lot of tangents. Um, yeah, I think we're we're losing uh, we're losing people here on the podcast. They're dropping like flies. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, luckily, I'm not looking, or I might feel bad. Um, uh, so anyway, uh, so Carl shows up and and uh, and he says that that and this is this is like one of the revelations of the episode. You know, they're all they're all ready to think um, that they're coming the next day, and uh, you know, he comes to inform them that. That they're that they're coming right now. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. They're coming tonight. Mm-hmm. They're coming right now. <laughs> I love that. It got worse. It did. Now, first, hey guys, they're coming. Oh, that's bad news. Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 no. They're coming tonight. Ooh, that's oh, worse shit. news. No, they're coming right now. Oh, if that's the worst news possible. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was nice. I guess um, when he said that, I took that he meant like different things. Like, when he said they're coming tonight, I thought he meant, like, they're going to get here tonight. But when he said they're coming right now, it was like, they're heading over here now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know? But he's using the same words. So uh, Yeah, um, I think that's what he meant. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, they're, they're, yeah, they are coming tonight, but, like, they're coming right now, which is, you know, if they are coming tonight, they should be coming right now. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they got a walk. So right, forever. Exactly. Or run or um, teleport know, or whatever they do. I, I didn't really like part of this scene, you know, when, like, you know, my, my personal philosophy is when someone's running towards you unarmed or apparently unarmed, um, you know, you don't really need to run at them full speed and tackle them mm-hmm. uh, as if you're really doing something. Um, I thought that was, you know, I would expect Jack to do that or Charlie uh, maybe maybe Sawyer, but he obviously knew who Carl was. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't expect Sawyer to do that, but uh, he did, and I was I was a little shamed. Oh no! Uh, but Sayid uh, let you down. Sayid let me down. He doesn't often let me down, but he but he did let me down. I'm like Sayid, come on! You don't have to tackle the guy who's like running towards you. You know, if he was running away or something, yeah, okay, go get him. But anyway, um, this whole idea that ten or eleven, I mean they. 
you know, Ryan said if he took 10 of his best men, blah, 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 which, which would mean that it's 11 coming, but I believe they said there's 10 people coming, and I think that's just a, a weird thing with the writers, how yeah. they write that thing. So I guess there's supposed to be 10 people coming. Yeah. Um, but, I think it's uh, kind of like, I think it's kind of like he said. He said we're next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, is, yeah. You want to stop so, and work it out, but eh, they both said ten. Yeah, I don't know how. Um, yeah, that's the thing. They remembered Ryan saying ten, but they didn't remember that he should include himself. Yeah. Um, ten or eleven people. How are they going to really kidnap all potentially all the women <laughs> while trying to defend off an you know fend off an attack by all the men and the yeah. women? Um, they, I mean, that's a, that's huge. 10 versus 40, mm-hmm. um, is a lot. Hey, it's the others. <laughs> you know, um, They're how are really like they going to do that and not expect any casualties, uh, is, is, is beyond me. And as remember from what Ben said to Locke, you know, oh, we've done this before. There won't be, any, no one's going to be hurt. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so they're just going to grab the women and kill the men and no one will be hurt. No one will be hurt. Yeah. So anyway, um, yes, uh, I agree. Uh, Wait, did with, you make your point already? No, no. Oh shoot! Stage is still being set, uh, but it's almost done. I the promise. Stage is still being. Set. What is this like, Carnegie Hall? <laughs> what stage are you setting here? Is this uh, stage on Broadway somewhere? <laughs> Yikes! Yes, it does seem as though this is a big the stage. Grand, the grand old stage she is. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um uh and we I mean it was worth talking about that stuff anyway. So um so my stage setting had almost a purpose. So um Okay, well. So uh so anyway, all that is to get to the fact that this Carl saying they're coming right now leads to this sort of structure changing others flashback um you know, 6 hours ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think personally, I think the reason they did that is to make it clear that he's not lying. <laughs> you know that this is the truth. Um, they really are coming right now, and to let us know sort of what's going on behind the scenes. Oh yeah, definitely. I think I think you know they need to tell us where Carl has been this whole time, and we find out he's been sort of hiding out uh, near there. You know, sort of near where Alex is. Uh, you know, I guess he's just sort of following them as they move from camp to camp, uh, yeah. something like that. Um, if he just maybe, showed up with with nothing, you know, no, with no flashback, then we'd have to wonder, where have you been? What are well, you talking about? Oh, yeah. You yeah. know. But that's the other thing, too. We really don't need, like, for them to tell us he's not lying in this episode because we know from last episode that they are coming. Yeah. Um, you know, that that, that – the you know that they that they know that they know or whatever, <laughs> you know the others know that the losties know that they're coming, mm-hmm. um, you know. So um, anyway, um, what's the rest of your point? So anyway, I want to talk about the flashback a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, ben, we see Ben come back from his adventure um, in the previous episode. Um, and uh, Alex is like just doing something to a rabbit. Um, she's, uh, she's skinning it. What do you mean doing something? Okay, is that what that is? I, it just—it <laughs> didn't look very. I don't know. It was a very messy operation. Anyway, uh, okay, so she's skinning a rabbit um, that I'm sure she caught herself. Um, 
Um, uh, I, I actually want to talk about the rabbits. I got a quick little thing to bring up about the rabbits. All right. Oh, now? <laughs> hey, why not? Um, well, I was just wondering, are they breeding these rabbits for food? I mean, you know, when we first saw the rabbits, I thought that they were left over from whatever experiments Dharma was doing. Um, but now it seems like maybe the rabbit, rabbits are sort of indigenous or there's a group of rabbits, you know, free to roam and breed on the island. Uh, and they just catch them when they need to eat. Um, I, I couldn't really tell. You know, this is like the third time we've seen a white rabbit. Yeah. Um, at least. So, um, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that the rabbits are just sort of, nat- you know, you know, quote-unquote naturally occurring on the island at this point? Or do they have the rabbits somewhere that they can just go and get them when they need them? Um... Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. Like, it seems like this rabbit... I mean... I I guess I imagine that this rabbit was caught in the wild. Um, Mm -hmm. But the rabbit with the the number, with the eight on its back, um, the the shake the cage rabbit um, was... uh, Hippity hop, hippity hop. Yeah... (laughs) Um, was, uh, you know, was, was captured, was theirs, you know, not, they didn't go catch it, you know, Mm -hmm. they already had it. Um, and then Ben's rabbit, the little, little Ben's rabbit in the flashback, I don't know what to think about that. Um, you know, where he, where he got it, um, uh. Yeah, I, I felt like he took it from. I felt like Dharma was using these rabbits the whole time, and he just took it from where they were, where they had the rabbits for their experiments. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. what it to me because it, you know, unless we're supposed. To, I mean, the rabbit couldn't get through the fence. You know, if they're around on the island, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Right. So it probably did come from Dharma then. Um, uh, but he just had a rabbit. There was sort of no, um, there was sort of no, uh, and I guess that happened in all three cases. A rabbit just shows up, and mm-hmm. and sometimes there's a rabbit, and you just have to figure out where they came from. I guess I don't really know. I, I uh, once again, I'm I'm left with uh, with uh, ambivalent feelings about uh, about where the rabbits are coming from. Um, but I guess I'll go with I guess I'll go with they were dharmas originally and and maybe something like the polar bears that's going on you know some of them just got out and formed a little rabbit community and uh, so there are some wild ones and and maybe the one in this episode is one of the wild ones uh, mm-hmm. so yeah I guess that's what I'll go with okay what about you um. I mean, if I, uh, I I could go either way, you know. Also, I, I sort of think that they have a stash of rabbits somewhere. Um, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe they brought, you know, maybe they 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 keep the rabbits at at O Town and they brought some with them on their on their trek, mm-hmm. you know, to eat or something. Uh, you know, maybe oh. they were already dead when they brought them. I don't know, but oh, uh, oh, that's sad. Even though they're evil rabbits with red eyes. Red eyes, you gotta kill them. Um, <laughs> uh, and I guess she 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 was supposed to bring it to Carl, so uh, you know whatever. Um, Which is weird. You think um, 
you think it would have been better just for to 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 sort of give him the rabbit and have him do all the work because if everyone sees her skinny yeah. and cleaning this rabbit and then she doesn't eat it, she leaves with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be a little suspect. You think? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. And like she gives him the rabbit and she comes back and like makes herself something to eat and like yeah. hey, didn't you just eat a rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> like a whole uh, rabbit. I'm hungry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um uh so what I wanted to say about this <laughs> the whole reason I set the twenty up, minutes later. Um actually there's a couple of things I want to say about the scene. The first thing is uh Ben walks in and uh, you know, He's just Shylock, and uh, uh, Alex asks about him, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, uh, Ben gives Alex her gun back, mm-hmm. uh, making it clear that that was that gun that he used mm-hmm. um, to shoot Locke. I was a little questioned about that, um, where he got the gun. And it still leaves open the question of how he got that gun from Locke, um, but, uh, but apparently that was what he used. Um, yeah. And it also leaves open the question of what, what Alex was doing, giving him a gun, um, exactly what her motivations were. Um, oh, wait, it did? What did, what did it say about that? I missed well, I'm just, I just don't know exactly what she had in mind for him to do with it. Um, maybe it was just a general precautionary thing, but uh, it's not clear to me. Um, what she thought. Oh, you said it's not clear. I thought you said this scene made it clear. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. I, thought, I was like, what? It did? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. The only thing it made clear is that that's what Ben used to shoot Locke. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, uh, but all the other questions are still up there for I, You know, I would, I would have to say that the biggest reason Alex gave Locke the gun was that so Ben could shoot him with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's a weird reason. Um, that's obviously, I guess what I mean is that's not her reason. Are you saying that she doesn't really have a reason? And in terms um, of, I think, I think, I think that's the main reason it happened. I think her reason is sort of lower on the totem pole. I think it's just, yeah. she doesn't really like her dad at this point. Um, you know, she doesn't really like Ben, and I think it also goes to say that there's people who, uh, you know, want for John for Locke to be successful. And uh, you know, and not get hurt, um, and uh, you know, so I think I think there's a lot of things going on with that that small gesture. But I think the biggest thing is just so that uh, we can have Locke have a gun, which Ben could take and shoot him with. Yeah. You know, I'm starting to wonder. Tell me don't if do this that. makes sense. <laughs> oh, don't do that. That's when things go wrong. Um. Uh, do you think it's possible that? That that the the original others, um, the only one I know of so far is Richard, um, and whomever else you know was there um, before Dharma. Um, do you think it's possible that they are uh, that they are sort of essentially <laughs> they're the rabbits, right? <laughs> I know you're going with this, and yes, I agree. They are the rabbits. <laughs> Wow, um, that's a good one. Uh, unfortunately, that's not my theory. Um, oh no! Uh, and now Jeez. I feel like I need to abandon it. Uh, do you think it's possible that the original others are? How should I put this? Um, 
essentially benign, and they're sort of all the evil stuff the others is, are doing is coming from Ben more so than them, and they're kind of going along with it for unclear reasons, uh, uh, maybe because of the Jacob thing or, or something else, but um, but maybe like the original others aren't sort of the kind of evil conniving people that that Ben appears to be. Um, I think that is very possible. Um, I think that I like to call the original others the hostiles. The hostiles, sure. Uh, hostiles is sort of a pre pre purge term. I be, uh, I would you know that I like to use. Um, yeah, that's good. So that's good. yeah, so the hostiles I think were essentially benign. I think um, I, I think it's interesting to to think whose idea was it to. Um, to do the purge, you know, Ben gives that whole sort of little soliloquy to Locke about, you know, the two sides and not being able to share and, and one side had to go and, you know, which was the justification uh, for not only him shooting Locke in that scene, but for the purge in general. And so I think you could easily argue that that, that was the justification he gave to the hostiles. You know, it wasn't their idea to, to uh, wipe out Dharma. They didn't really sort of know what to do about the mm-hmm. situation. And Ben came to them and said, hey, I got an idea, mm-hmm. you know, and, and made it very, you know, uh, sort of a naturalistic approach to it, you know, two sides, you know, this town ain't big enough for both of us mm-hmm. kind of thing. One side had to go. So I think you can definitely make that argument that um, he was the reason for the big, uh, the big incident with the purge and that maybe all the other things that we've seen him do is really, you know, uh, he's engendered that. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely possible. Uh, why they're going, you know, but I, I still think that a lot of the things that um, they've they've done and that they've witnessed Ben do, I still think that they're they're still morally culpable to a certain oh, degree. Sure. Uh, you know, which is to say, could they really have been that benign if if you know in recent history they're going along with these really really bad things? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it puts them, it puts them on, on sort of, on sort of a, a, a plane with like, you know, just sort of like standing by and not stopping something, not like it wasn't their idea, but they sort of like let it happen. Yeah, but but more than that, they don't seem to think that it's really bad. You know, not only are they just sitting by and not doing anything, but they don't, they don't seem to even be protesting the whole thing either. Yeah. So it's like, well, how good are you if you're not really protesting the bad stuff? Yeah. So, you True. know, I think, you know, it's obviously up in the air about what's really going on, but uh but I would like to think that they were that they are uh more or less uh you know, a benign sort of people uh content to do whatever they were doing. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm imagining, you know, the the ideas are coming from Ben, but obviously I was I was trying to figure out how they could pull off like sympathy for the others at this point you know i think ben is way beyond that um you know i don't think i don't think he's going to convince anybody at this point that what he's doing is good maybe i mean maybe it's kind of like the whole maybe it's like a nazi hitler thing you know yeah you know so much of the you know the um the (laughs) bad press if you will (laughs) the what bad press bad press By the Holocaust and all that whole Nazi regime, you know, can be squarely placed on uh, Hitler's shoulders, and you know, the rest of the German people who are involved, well, you know, you ju- you guys are just doing whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, 
so maybe it, it's like that where you know you guys are you guys aren't great for for doing that, but we'll really blame Hitler for this, and and yeah. in this situation we'll really place you know the blame on Ben, so that if if Ben dies or Ben is out of power out of the picture, then it's like you know he can take the yeah. all that sort of bad press with him, and we don't have to hate. Yeah, bad press. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it that seem like that, it. Uh, is that an understatement? <laughs> you don't think the Holocaust was just bad press? No. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Um, it makes it seem like uh, makes it seem like oh, you know those reporters. They'll say, <laughs> they just love bad news. Uh, uh, they'll just say anything to. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so maybe we don't have that, you know, maybe a, a plan to make it to to have us not hate some of the others at least. Yeah. Um, in the end. But I could never hate Richard. Yeah, I mean me either. He's awesome. Uh, he is. But the but the but he is, you know, standing by and letting this stuff happen. So you know, in, yeah. in terms of like actual uh, 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 moral responsibility, uh, yeah, he's he's got some there. Um, but. Uh, but uh but you know characters can be evil and you can still like them so yeah um uh so anyway I don't know that was just a thought and that's not even what I wanted to say um have you not have you are you still setting the stage no you're not setting the stage the stage right, is so. set we're done okay what the I wanted stage to do was set now we'll get the orchestra in their seat uh the actors are uh, behind behind uh, the stage getting their costumes ready makeup wardrobe. Uh, the audience is uh, getting their tickets at the door. Uh, the ushers are standing by, and now uh, <laughs> we're just ready for the show to start. Unfortunately, the show is not going to seem like much after that stage setting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lighting operator is, is ready to go. He's got all his lighting cues. The um, the conductor is ready with the orchestra. We're ready for the show. Wow. Um, when you put it that way, it seems like I should have something pretty monumental to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the audience is now filling in their seats. Uh, a hush goes over the crowd, and uh, the lights come down, the curtain comes up, and And uh, you're on. <laughs> uh, time to make the magic happen. You know, uh, my my whole point was really just to set up this other flashback. <laughs> And uh, I wanted to just uh, I wanted to just explain the background and I wanted to talk about Carl a little bit and I don't know I hope we got something out of the stage setting anyway um, uh, so so what I wanted to say um, uh, about this uh, flashback uh, I already said one of the things one of the things was the gun thing um, uh, another thing was uh, about what Carl's been doing. Um, so we've already gotten to those two things. So the play is like two thirds over um, already. Uh, so sorry. Um, the third thing I want to say is that this episode makes it seem to me like Ben has just lost it. Like he's just out of control. Like yeah. you know, he's not yeah. he's not the cold calculating genius in this episode anymore. Things are things are following out of control, even out of his grasp. He he's he's not sure how to uh I think he's he's passed his comfort zone into being able to uh predict what they're gonna do and uh and yeah. make everybody fall into his plan. So I think at this point he's just like enough of the uh, you know, playing nice. 
Yeah. <laughs> His version of playing nice. Right. And, the uh, elaborate schemes and the and the patient waiting and all mm-hmm. this nonsense. Um, yeah, he's just like, uh, uh, we don't know who to take. Take them all. Do you, uh, do you think that maybe this whole fertility thing, like there's more to that, that it's not as simple as he wants them to have kids. Like there's there's some reason. Like it seems like that's the end goal, but really the end goal is something much more interesting than that. Hope so. You know, um, like, like he's telling everybody in Juliet, you know, that it's, oh, you know, we need to fix this fertility problem, but uh, but that's just a means to an end, that really mm-hmm. there's something else that that's going to let him do that's really important. Yeah, um, could be. I mean, it is curious why he cares so much. Um, uh, I mean, there's obvious reasons why he might care so much, but it's never really been stated what his what his real motivation is. Um, yeah. What if what if he wants to what if he wants to have a kid specifically? What if he knows like he's kind of special, you know, he has this relationship with Jacob mm-hmm. and like he knows that if he had a kid it would be like m- more powerful or or maybe even like what Walt is or was or whatever. Oh boy. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, you can go back to the prophecy idea. Oh you know, no. Some special kid, and he thinks it's, it's his kid. And uh, I thought so that he, was dead. He just, yeah, no, no, it's not dead. Uh, he's definitely trying to have a kid because he wants it to be uh, special, you know. Yeah. Could be, could be. Um, and that's and that's a revelation they could spring on us. Um, I think finale is the time to to spring stuff on us. So. Um, so uh so maybe we will find out something about what he what he really wants out of all this fertility nonsense. Um uh I think it's possible and I really do hope that it's just that that there is something extra on top of, you know, I just want these women to have kids so we can have kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh if that's it, I mean, ugh, whatever. Yeah. Enough. Enough about pregnancy. Did you did, so? Did you catch the line when Ben comes back to the camp in the little flashback, and Alfred Alfred says, "Did John?" And you know, Ben kind of cuts him off. Uh, it kind of sounded to me like he said, "Did John see?" Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably, did John see Jacob? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, would may have been what he said. Uh, you catch that? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, huh? Interesting, huh? <laughs> Uh, I wanted you to say interesting no, and I would say interesting yes, but you said huh, so I said huh. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, uh, what does that mean? What did, did you want to say something about that? Or did you just want to know well, that? Well, just, just the idea that Alfred might know that Jacob's invisible. Yeah, okay, right, yeah. Um, that somebody else might know that, um, and that, um, uh, and that... You know, I mean, he could have been saying, you know, did John, did John see Jacob? Meaning, did he, did, did you guys actually go there to see Jacob? Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily. Did he, was he able to visually see him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Vis- so, visit him, you know, not, not yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, I think he might mean the invisible thing. I, I think it's possible. Um, it's one of those things they do. Um, cutting off those sentences and letting you try to guess what they might have been getting at. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think he might have meant that. I don't know, though. I'm really curious. It's, it's, it's still, from the last episode, we still don't know what the, what the hostiles knew about Jacob. You know, what is Jacob? How did he get there? What happened? You know, uh, all that stuff is just kind of not explained. So, um, uh, so who knows what, what he knows about Jacob and, you know, why they think they should follow him. And, and that's the other thing. Ben says that Jacob gave the order for all this. Um, I don't really believe that. Oh, I think he just said that, yeah. Jacob wants it to happen tonight. Yeah, right. Does he really? Yeah. And it makes me think he might have been doing that, like, you know, he might have done that more times than this. Mm-hmm. You know, Jacob said this, and they're like, You know, oh. it puts in the question, you know, uh, you know, uh, Shepard wasn't even on Jacob's list. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really think Jacob wrote down a list, uh, being invisible and all. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I could see I could see um, Ben coming from Jacob's house and, 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 with you know, with a list saying, oh, these are the names that Jacob wants, but these that's just the names that he wants, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, then why wasn't Shepard on there? <laughs> oh, maybe it was before he found out about, I don't know. <laughs> before he found out? Maybe Hopefully. he thought. Maybe before he thought he needed Jack's help. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he thought it would go away or that he could fix it somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, why? Why? why it doesn't seem like Jacob's really con- could really, really be concerned with the lofties. He feels like he's got his own problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um uh, I agree. Uh, that kind of being, it doesn't seem like he really should care that much um, mm-hmm. about the Losties. So the idea that it's Ben Ben's list is um, is certainly plausible and possible. Um, and other words like that um, <laughs> uh, that start with P and end with bowl. Um, but uh, what? Nothing. Oh. Um, uh so uh so uh but but I guess uh, I don't know what to think about Jacob. I mean the whole thing's so vague. You know, um I don't know whether to believe that that he I mean, you know, Ben has a place that he goes and there is something there, you know, uh uh so I can't imagine he, you know, is he really making everything up and just going out there and like what's going on? What you know, I mean it's kind of confusing. I can't I since he's not making Jacob up, I don't want to think, you know, everything having to do with Jacob he's making up. Like then what's going on, you know? Well, it could be it could be that, you know, for the longest time he was, you know, following Jacob's orders, uh, but then, you know, he started to disagree with him and now in the recent history he's starting to make up his own plans. Um, you know, and that's you know, the idea that maybe Jacob is trapped. Um, maybe he trapped him, and so he, you know, and maybe that's why Ben got the got sick in the first place with the cancers. That he, you know, he stopped listening to Jacob. So Jacob, you know, mm-hmm. gave him gave him cancer, gave him a little cancer, uh, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, or at least didn't protect him from the cancer. That too, um, you know. So that could be, you know, the problem. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So like at one point, he was genuinely um, following Jacob's orders. But, mm-hmm. uh, but he stopped. Yeah, that's 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 a fair possibility, because um, it just doesn't seem like he he should have never been, but um, or never, you know. I mean, the whole situation is kind of strange, but uh, 
uh, yeah, sure, why not, you know. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, since I obviously don't know where to go with that, um, uh, <laughs> what I wanted to say is, uh, as we already said it, the, the third thing I wanted to point out is that, is that Ben's just like out of control, just like, you know, who don't know, just take them all. And the men, I'll oh, just kill them all. Like, yeah, you, you know, know I, I think it's, it, too, it's just, um, it's just supposed to be fodder for the audience that kill them all. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, Cause like, Oh no, everyone's up for grabs in this finale. Like, yeah. who knows he's going to die? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't buy that. <laughs> you know, it does show that he's being crazy, but I think, I think that's just the writing thing. Oh yeah. Oh, like, in, in you got to die. You got to die this time, Charlie. There's no <laughs> way around it. Uh-huh. Oh, well, maybe I can swim down there. Mm-hmm. I'll just negate what I said before. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Des, okay. Yeah, well, Desmond, much like his old partner, Kelvin, doesn't really know what he thinks. He just uh, he just changes with time and makes definitive statements that he says later, oh, whatever, maybe that wasn't true. <laughs> he's uh, He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I just think, you know... I, I I agree. I don't I don't think what Ben says is gonna is gonna turn out to be true, and they're just gonna shoot all the men. And <laughs> that would be quite an episode. Um, but uh, but but yeah, the main thing I want to point out is what it says about his character. You know, just he's lost like his his main attribute up to now. You know, um, being 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 always controlled, never surprised about anything apparently, and uh, seeming to sort of know what's gonna happen and. And meticulous planning and all this stuff um, uh, just seems to have left him. So yeah, that was that was Act Three <laughs> of the play, and uh, so uh, that was what all that stage setting was for. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the little production here. That was a, that was a lot. <laughs> yes, like the thank Lion you. King. That that was a lot. That was a big one. Is that a big one? <sighs> That's a big one. Um. <laughs> So, a little thing, you know, I was thinking about Naomi. She must feel really strange. Oh, uh, Naomi. She, she might die in the middle of this war between mm-hmm. two pe- you know, two sides she's never even heard of, uh, you know, and uh, she's just kind of trying to do her job here. <laughs> and it's a bystander if there ever was one. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, she could be killed or taken, you know, um, as one of the, you know, lost mm-hmm. women. Um so very interesting. Uh, yeah, she has her. nothing to do with them. She's just there because of Desmond. Mm-hmm. Um, Desmond's always getting girls in trouble. <laughs> that oh. guy. So maybe true. maybe Naomi's brother. Maybe if Naomi dies, her brother can come and punch him in the face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then leave. And then leave. <laughs> hey, you, oi, oi. Um, speaking of punching people, and hey, you, oi, um, <laughs> let's talk about Naomi, uh, Na- Nadia and her mugger. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, I really don't think the mugger had it in him to take the purse. You know, you know, the mugger's heart was not in it. <laughs> he, he, he was phoning it in, guys. He was phoning it in. He, he was like, I don't want this purse that much. I'll, you know, like, he, do I he, want it? Don't I want it? He had a knife, but he wasn't really using it to threaten. Yeah. He was kind of holding it away from her. Well, 
I it looked like a knife in some shots, and in other shots, it looked like something else. I mean, I'm presuming it was a knife, but he didn't. I mean, he didn't try to use it on her. He didn't try to like use it on Charlie. Yeah. Uh, I really thought the mugger was Liam for a second uh, when when Charlie came up and said, "Hey, what are you doing?" And mm-hmm. I, I thought he recognized them, and I thought it was going to be Liam, you know, mm-hmm. like, trying to get you know drug seeking or something. Sure. Um. And uh, and then I thought, oh, maybe maybe they're both like down in their luck, and and this is some trick, you know, some sort of con that they do. Like one guy tries to steal the purse, another guy comes, yeah. and then the lady offers the you know Charlie some money or something. Yeah, I thought all kinds of stuff, but no, it was just <laughs> just that Charlie was a hero and that the mugger was uh, not very dedicated. Yeah, it just seemed like a bad performance of a mugging, you know. Yeah, like what you really do. I mean, you want to threaten her, and then if she doesn't, I mean, you know, hit her. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, not that I want to tell people how to mug people, but come on, you know. At least try to, like, stab at her hands so she would, like, let go. I mean, because if someone's, like, stabbing at your hands, like, even if they don't stab you but they're gesturing towards your hands with a knife, yeah. you would flinch and let go of whatever you're holding. Yeah. You know, like, he – it seemed like it was his first mugging. Yeah, I you agree, know? yeah. Like, he just – he was just playing tug-of-war with the person. Yeah. Like, he wasn't yeah. really – you know, he's like, okay, so I, I have a knife and I have, okay, I got my knife check. Check. I got my, my dark clothes check. I check. got my mask check. Mm-hmm. Okay, now when I walk dark up alley to location, the woman. It's raining, yeah. great. Yeah, great. I'll, I'll walk up to her and I'll grab the purse and she'll just let it go because I'm a mugger. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how it works. She's not going to fight me for it. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, they look like they've been fighting for like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I love how she says, like, three people walked by. <laughs> it was like, a long you, mugging. How did you notice that three people, you're in the middle of, like, life and death situation potentially. Uh, how did you notice three people walking by? Because she uh, knew it wasn't a big deal. She yeah. was playing tug of war. Yeah, she's like, this guy needs to go home. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she was really scared. So so another thing I want to point out about it um, uh, when Charlie hits him with the guitar case, um, he actually gets the purse. <laughs> he has it in his hand. Yeah, and then he drops it. <laughs> and then, so he could have just run away with it, but he. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That what was the bad. fuck? That was. I, I really. That's why I really thought it was Liam. I was like, what? I, I really thought it was somebody that Charlie knew, and it was, you know, it was like, oh no, Charlie caught me doing this crazy thing. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I don't know. I don't know where we're supposed to think of that. Yeah, he gets the person, he just, like, drops, like, throws it down. Like, oh, I don't want this. Yeah, Ooh. what? This? Me? Nah. I've been fighting for this the whole time? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what I want. It was ridiculous. He could have easily had the purse. But now, yeah. like, he went through all that, and he's got no purse. Like, come on. And Dominique Monaghan, come on. He's going to yeah. walk up to you and and scare you off? Come on. Come on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He he could have easily. I mean, come on. That that yeah. It was it was a it was a horrible horrible mucking. And then to top it off, <laughs> to top it off, Nadia clearly not shaken by the fact that um, the mucking wasn't that serious. It's ready yeah. to make a nice little speech to Charlie. Well, that's the thing. She she's so composed that she can make this eloquent speech about heroism in the new. In the 21st century, you know, <laughs> what it really means to be a hero these mm-hmm. days. Uh, she was so self-composed she could do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, are, you are a hero, sir. You are, you are a great Englishman. I love when he was like, what did he say? 
I've been in a fight since I was a kid and I lost. That makes you more of a hero. No, actually, it doesn't. <laughs> a hero is not someone who loses and then wins. That's mm-hmm. not a hero. That is a hero. No. Dang. That's what always happens, you know, in those movies. They lose and then they win. No, no. So you're a hero. No. Yay. No. Yay? No. Okay. Um, I'm trying. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that line. Um, and I thought he'd never take care of anyone. If this was before that whole thing, he should have thrown that in her face. Well, you know what? I saved the woman from a mugging. How about yeah. that? <laughs> oh, greatest hit. <laughs> uh, indeed. So, yeah, anyway. And Nadia, like, what the fuck's she doing there? It's it's all well, very... I you know I, I remember something I didn't I didn't take the time to go research it um, when when Saeed is first approached by the uh, CIA slash um, like Australian whatever security force I don't know Jedi yeah. Council whatever um, did um, they 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 said that she was did they say she was in L A is that what it was she was supposed to be somewhere in California and Locke inspected her house. Mm-hmm. So presumably uh, where she is 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 where he was, um, uh, which could which could be in the L.A. area, um, or or I guess he was supposed to be in Tustin, um, but he could yeah. he could have been. I mean, if he's an inspector, he's probably driving around a bit. So you know, she could be somewhere in the vicinity of that. Yeah. Did they ever say she was in the U.K.? I don't think so, but maybe. I, I don't even remember. That, I, I kind of thought they had set that up before, that, that she was at one point in the U.K., maybe after, like right after she left, she got out of um, uh, Iraq, she like went to the U.K., and mm-hmm. then she was supposed to have gone to California. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't remember. I didn't do the research. I don't remember. Maybe they did say that. Maybe. Anyway, um, you know, the fact that she's here, um, that they that they showed her again, I, I, I feel like they're, you know, bringing her back up for a reason. Um, so I wonder if she'll have something to, some sort of part to play in this, uh, in this uh, season finale here. Um, yikes. Maybe. Um, the other thing to note maybe about this, uh, about that flashback is it starts with him on the street playing the, playing the Oasis song, um, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the inspiration for his band, clearly. And it does rain, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it, it seems to be a replay, um, not a replay, a whatever, it seems to be that scene where Desmond came out and and uh, talked to him for a bit before it started raining, and he predicted it and all that. But, of mm. course, Desmond doesn't show up. So um, I don't know if we're supposed to do anything with that. Um, I assume maybe he went out there more than one day. It didn't have to be that same day. Um, but uh, it makes me wonder if we're supposed to believe that this is what really happened. And that mm. other thing was was whatever it was. I don't well, know. 
maybe the idea is that if if Desmond was there talking to Charlie, he would have never saved Nadia. Like he, you know, would have he would have been standing there longer and and mm-hmm. not have gone to help her or something. Um, I mean, yeah. basically, basically, Desmond came out to Charlie right before, right after he had talked to Widmore, right? Yeah. And uh, and that's when he did he did he ask to marry Penny in that scene. That's the scene when he finds it about the solo race, right? And I think he asked to marry Penny, and did, and Widmore gives him the whole McCutcheon whiskey speech, like you're not good enough to drink my whiskey, you're not good uh, enough yeah. to marry my daughter. Exactly. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to do with that. I don't know if we're supposed to think, like, something happened where Desmond didn't come out when he did, or if this was the original timeline, or I don't know. It's strange. Um, it's uh, it's clearly an allusion to that scene. Yeah. I um, mean, it could just be that, that Charlie you know, plays that song a lot on the street corner. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I would like to go back and see if he's wearing the same clothes. Mm. Um, that would be a good tell to see if it's supposed to be the same scene or not. Yeah. Uh, I think they could be different clothes and they still meant it to be the same scene, though. <laughs> yeah, I, but I think they would have, if they're trying to make it the same scene, they would have gone to the trouble of making sure it's the same clothes. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, I mean, obviously they could make a mistake, but I think... If he's wearing the same clothes, then it, it, it's more likely they're trying to make it the same scene. Yeah, uh, no, I agree. Because, yeah, especially since, like, the odds of them just getting random clothes and it's not supposed to be the same scene, but they get the exact same outfit, you know, if, like, that wouldn't be true. Yeah, if the clothes are the same, then that's an indication they probably want it to be the same scene. But yeah. if the clothes are different, um, you know, depending on how different... Um, I don't think it's it's necessarily excludes the possibility that it is the same scene, um, uh, because when they've recreated events, um, they they have been rather loose um, at times with with various uh, uh, wardrobe and, and haircut elements and uh, and and even like specific you know the the exact way things play out and stuff. So um, so uh, so I wouldn't think I don't think that's definitive, but uh, but if he is wearing the same clothes, then that's a good. Uh, a good clue that that's, um, I don't think it's a big deal, but, uh, it seemed interesting to me that they, uh, they just threw that in. Yeah. Um, do you think Nadia's going to have a part to play in this, uh, finale here? I guess I don't. I don't see what she can really do. Maybe she's at the helm of the looking glass. Oh, God. You know, you know, hmm. <sighs> I don't know. Nah. I mean, really? Maybe, how would she get I mean, there? What, what if, happened? Dude, what if? I could totally see them doing this. I mean, how does she get there? Whatever. That's not even important. They okay. could make up something, you know. Okay. Uh, I, it's, it is a worthy question, but, it, you know, it's like Saeed said. <laughs> how the station works flooded, it doesn't matter right now. Yeah. How she got there doesn't matter. But I think I can definitely see a scene where, like, the women – you know, the blonde and the brunette are ready to kill Charlie, and then Nadia comes out, and she's like, oh, it's the guy who saved me. You know, it's my hero. And, and she said, you know, she stops oh. you know, Charlie from dying oh, because she shit. recognizes him as being the hero. Oh, shit. You know? And the karma comes back. And the karma comes back. Hooray. And, um, 
And I think if Nadia's on the island, you know, uh, you know, somebody, some people said they think Saeed might die. Yeah. And I think I don't think Saeed's gonna die until he gets closure with Nadia, um, because there's, you know, they brought that up so many times. And again, yeah. see her. Um, and I think if she's on the island now, you know, then I think it'll be a good good point after this whole debacle with the with the looking glass and whatever's going to happen in this next episode, uh, if she's still around and she can, you know, get some closure, he can get some closure with her. Yeah. Maybe she dies eventually, but he needs to see her again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's his thing to deal with. So, so I agree. Um, um, I hope Sai doesn't die. Um, they could throw a curveball at us. And uh, have him die, you know, without resolving his problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to surprise us. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think, um, now how, you know, why would Nadia be on the island? Uh, you know, I don't remember. Did, did, does she have any, like, special skills? Um on 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 Lost P it says under profession it says lab assistant. Uh, oh I'm really? Trying to figure out, yeah, it's, I'm trying to figure out what her um, any if she has any special skills that might translate to working at you know somewhere on the island. You know, being recruited like maybe uh, Juliet was. I didn't think she had a job. You know, or maybe Saeed brought him brought her to the island like uh, like Locke brought. Uh, Anthony Cooper to the island. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> there is that. But then how does she get in charge of the looking glass? <laughs> I mean, maybe she's not in charge, but maybe she's there and they trust her or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. But how would she even get there? Did she appear there? You know, like, what? you know, it's weird. Like, that's a weird place to be. Yeah, well, it just depends on why, why they're there in the first place. I yeah. mean, are they, you know, as many people... Say are they are they running away from the super sperm? You know, if it if it's just all women down there, you know, um, who knows why they're down there? Presumably to run the station. I mean, we should talk about that. I guess you yeah. know these two women on the uh, on the looking glass. Sure. Yeah. Um, Bonnie. Yeah, I think. Um, and I think that. I, I, what I want to believe is that the 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 women or whoever else is down there. Um, I think that they have not been in contact with with Ben, and uh, and they and the, you know the sub is gone, and I think that they um, are probably thinking they're stuck down there. Now I guess they could swim out like Charlie did uh, if they really need to get out of there, and uh, and I think I, I read somewhere that people saw scuba suits in the background, uh, so maybe they have a way out, way out of there. But um, but it seems like to me that they're kind of out of contact with um, with with Ben. Um, you know, presumably like Ben, like they had, like the others have said several times, like we said before, uh, that their communications don't work. So, um, you know, maybe they can't use the walkies or however else they communicate. I mean, the flame is gone. I mean, how else are they going to communicate with, with them underwater? Um, I get, I mean, do walkie talkies work underwater? (laughs) I Uh, don't know. Um, I don't know. Anybody used a walkie talkie underwater before? And your underwater station? That's a weird situation. Um, I don't know how often you get a chance to do that. Um, they might work. 
don't know. Yeah, it might work. The signal would have to go through the water. Um, yeah, I mean, is the water too dense for a radio signal to pass without interference? You know. Yeah. Who's to say? I mean, they can do some kind of transmission through the water, I think, but uh, I don't know about a walkie-talkie. Um, so who do you think the people are? Do you think they're others, or are they Dharma, or uh, what's their deal? <laughs> um, well, who are these people? Who are these people, and where do they dry clean their clothes? Speaking of dry cleaning, uh, <laughs> that's my really bad Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> how do they get it clean without water? Um, okay. <laughs> the water's everywhere, and it's yeah. Um, uh, who are these people? Are they are they others? Are they Dharma? Um, you know, I want to believe that they are others. Um, uh, the idea that they're Dharma people who have been there the whole time. You know, they're fairly young looking. Um, they are young looking. Early 30s at the latest, looks like. You know, so the purge was what? Um, how many years ago was the purge, maybe? I don't know. At least 16? Do you think it was that long ago? The purge? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's my thinking. Well... Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, if Ben got there when he was around 10 or 12, and that was in the early 70s, and now he's late 40s, uh, so that's 30 years, so that would have been the 90s. Um, so, yeah, that's about 16 years. You know, that's about 16 years. Early 90s to, what, they're in 2004 now, right? Yeah, 16 years ago uh, would, be, would be 88. Yeah, so that's around that's around the right time. Uh, here's my problem with that. Um, Calvin, uh, he was in the Gulf War and that was, you know, actually in the nineties past, definitely past 88. Uh, I believe it was 90 or 91 or something like that. Um, we saw him there with Saeed and, uh, and, uh, I believe he was recruited by Dharma. And I think if the purge had already happened, uh, you know, I don't see them recruiting him. I feel like he was recruited pre-purge. So I want to put the purge a little later. Um, I'll say like 94, 93, something like that. Something more like 10 years ago. Wow. You know, that means that, that really, you know, I just thought about that. That means that Dharma and the others were fighting for a long time. Yeah, it does. Uh, I thought the purge didn't, you know, took, didn't, didn't, wasn't that long. But, um, but I mean, by the time Kelvin got there, he, you know, they were still calling them hostiles. Um, you know, um, hmm. Well, that's the thing. Kelvin was calling them hostiles, but it still could have been after the purge when Kelvin was there. Uh, oh, he, he was there him. after the purge. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but but at, when he was recruited originally, I think was before the purge. Yeah. But you know, it's only it's it, you know it's only it's in a range of a couple years, you know, and I wonder how how accurate they're trying to be with that whole thing. True. You know, True. Uh, he could have been recruited, you know, right got to the island the day the day before the purge or something. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. True. True. I mean, Ben looked. You know, I mean, they used Michael Emerson when the purge happened. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, they did try to make him look younger, I think. But, uh, 
uh, you know, they gave him a, a little more of a, a little more of a laid back hair care uh, style. Um, well, they actually gave him hair. They uh, they they changed his hairline. Oh, he had like, extra hair. He had extra hair. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought he was, they just like combed it differently, but he had more hair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, no, they they gave him a more youthful hairline. Okay, I didn't even really. I thought maybe they just combed it to the side instead of having it the old spiky <laughs> style. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Um, uh, so so yeah, but but he did look. You know, I mean, he was played by the guy who plays him now. Um, so he, I mean, he looked, uh, he looked old enough that it could have been 10 years ago. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's all very loose. And I think with the flashbacks, um, they've been kind of loose with the timelines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're going to tell what they want to tell, you know, and, uh, I don't think they're, you know, if the timeline has a little play in it, because they're not, they haven't been in general very specific about dates. Um, uh, Although all those things were Ben's birthday, <laughs> in general they haven't been specific. <laughs> yes, that's funny. Uh, uh, if we knew what what the what Ben's general, birthdays were, yeah, we could have we could have actually probably determined pretty closely, um, or even exactly when that was supposed to be. If they told us what the modern birthday was and what the Persia birthday was. Mm-hmm. Um, then we could we could compute exactly when it happened, but they didn't tell us either age. He just said it was his birthday. He didn't say how old he was. So um, that left them with some room to play around. Yay! Um, so so I think yeah, in general in general it, it's going to be whatever. But I I'm just going to go with about ten years ago <laughs> for now. Okay. Uh, but anyway, as far as the people in there. Uh, so you think what, what did you come down on? They're others or not, or what are they? Um, I forgot that they are others. Um, yeah. Because I mean, I guess uh, okay. I guess we can go from both sides. If they're if they're Dharma, if they're remaining Dharma people um, that are you know sort of protecting the station because they know that the hostiles have have taken over or whatever. Yeah. Uh, then maybe Ben is lying about the signal that. Um, that they're they're broadcasting that signal to block everybody's transmission, you know, or specifically the others' transmissions. But it, um, but it wasn't. But that is a, yeah, that's the thing. They the others were able to. Um, I mean, you know, I'm playing devil's advocate here. The others were able to, you know, get the video that they showed. Um, you know, um, what's his name, Jack? You know, they're able to use their use the flame station and everything. You know, uh, for a while. So. Uh, I don't think that these are, are Dharma, uh, former, you know, Dharma members who were blocking, trying to, you know, send out a signal to block uh, the others. Um, so the flip side of that is that they're actually others uh, who are working for Ben, uh, which is what I think. And there was the Juliet stuff, too, um, when she went in there and there was the news feeds and there was the live thing they showed her with uh, her sister's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so... So we actually saw it working, I think, not just the Jack thing where it was a tape. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's what that's what makes me think it's the other. And the fact that Ben like oh. has a, what? Sorry, sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say, wasn't that why Mrs. Clue or Miss Clue went uh, to see Mikhail? Was because the communication wasn't working? Uh, or somebody, someone gave an explanation of someone going to the flame. 
because the communication was down. Remember that? Yeah, that was a theory. I mean, I don't know that that's definitive. I mean, that's... I thought somebody said that. I thought, I thought somebody. But who said that? Are you saying it was a theory in the show? I, no, I think it was a theory, a theory by a fan. I, I don't think that was in the show. I thought that was in the show that somebody said that. Um... Maybe it was. If it was, it was in that episode. I don't think they've even talked about her. What episode? That was uh, 77, Interesting. Huh? 77, yeah. Let's see. Oh, that's the other thing. When, when Locke was playing the chess and he, he accessed uh, the Marvin Campbell stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, some of the communications weren't working when he pre- you know, pressed some of those choices. Yeah. Remember, sonar is inoperable and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, none of it was working, apparently, which, which led me to believe, you know, it was the, it was the hatch implosion. Yeah. What are you looking up? Oh, Inner 77. Yeah. To see if they said anything explaining Miss Clue. Mm-hmm. That, that whole thing was weird. That whole thing was really weird. McConnell was there for 11 years. Okay. Uh, it just seemed like they had... Oh, here it is. Okay. Um, um, oh, Saeed says they're not alone, and Locke says, you think the others sent someone out here to keep him company? And Saeed says, they sent someone out here because they lost communication. Ah. Um, that's the line I'm talking about. Okay, there you go. Um, which, which I think makes sense that they would do that. Oh, we can't communicate, which that we've seen them say before. And they send Miss Clue out there to, to figure out what's going on with the flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So another thing to say that communications really weren't working. I guess that wasn't a fan theory. Mm-mm-mm. No, it wasn't. If a fan said that, they uh, were right, because Saeed said it too. That was Saeed's theory. Um, yeah. And he's probably right. I mean... When is he wrong? Yeah. Although I think it barely matters. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, except for your point. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, that whole thing just... just uh, it, it really just feels like, um, you know, what's the word? Cleaning up their mess. Yeah, we got this character floating around, and she's not going to be around. So let's was tell that her. Uh, cleaning up your mess sounds familiar. What's that from? That's from Further Instructions. That's what Boone okay. told Locke. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Clean up your mess. Clean up your mess. And that was saving Echo, so we can oh. die. Um. All right. What was your point you were trying to make? Oh, did I have a point? Yeah. Oh. Something about the women, maybe in the station. What do you think? What's your? What do you? What do you? Who do you think they are? Oh, oh God. Um, yeah, I tend to. For now, <laughs> I tend to agree um, with you. It's the other. It's other. For now, until you find out in the next episode what the truth is. Yes. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Uh, like, I guess what I'm saying how very is pragmatic of you. I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's you know that's me. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to go with what you say until I find out what the real answer is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm not good at second guessing them. Um, so, 
you know, since since Juliet knew about the place, Ben had a story about the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna assume, you know, obviously the others know about it. So uh, so there's that, and uh, and and they have a sub, so they could have gone in there, um, you know, if they knew where it was. And uh, and so so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that the people who are down there are um, following Ben's orders, and they're you know now uh, you know they are pretty young, um, yeah. So I don't know what to say about that. Um, uh, but uh, but I think they are they're working for Ben, and uh, and uh, they uh, are going to uh, and and what's my point? And and that the story he's telling is you know, not true, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and, that, and, and that's, that's the point to continue for me is that if, if they are working for Ben, then they're sort of working for him secretly because, yeah. you know, you know, he must, does that mean that maybe Mikhail knew that, that there, it wasn't really flooded because maybe when Ben went to, you know, talk to them, however, however often he talks to the people down there to give them instructions, uh, you know, presumably he would need to do that at the flame or, you know, however, I don't know how he would talk to them. Otherwise, could take the uh, sub down. Huh? He could take the sub down. But who's? But that's the thing. Who's? You you can't just go take the sub when when you're telling people that you know the the station is flooded. Like, oh Ben, you're gonna go to the flooded station? Okay, have fun drowning. Um, you know, that's the thing. He can't just go take the sub because he's not the one driving the sub, and, and you don't he think can't. So? No, he's not the one piloting the sub, and um. And that's the thing. So he can't just be like, oh, I'm going to take the sub out for a spin like, yeah, around the island. Yeah, that's what I'm sort of imagining. He doesn't tell him where he's going. No, 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 no. That doesn't they, – they would find out. I don't want to buy that. They would find out what's going on there, where he went. And... That is a bad plan, I have to agree. Yeah. Um, so so he's got to be communicating with them in some other way where it can be more secretive. Maybe, maybe only a few people really know that it's not flooded, mm-hmm. um, you know. Um, I, you know, even that's the thing, Juliet, you know, as a, as a science, as a scientist, you know, I, I just don't see how she buys that it's flooded, but it still works. Um, you know, that kind of thing doesn't make any sense. And that she wouldn't, that she wouldn't even say maybe Ben's lying. You know, at this point she should know he's a liar and manipulative, manipulative, and he'll do anything, you know, to get what he wants. So I think she should at least have some doubt about that. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't seem to, um, you know make that come across. She just believes it. She just believes it. Oh, he lies about this other stuff, but this is true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Even This is even implausible, but it, it's just got to be true. Yeah, and I mean, how are they, you know, what kind of communication equipment do they have that's blocking all signals, you know, like, that's that's not an easy thing to do, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, well. You know, it's one thing to block, like, certain frequencies, but, like, uh, I mean, they're blocking a satellite phone, yeah. which works on a d- direct line of sight communication. Uh, how do you block something like that? Hey. You know, they're not like blocking radio waves. Um, they're blocking like direct, direct line of sight communication. Uh, so, I don't know how he's doing that. Just but, that good. Uh, just that good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, this is '70s technology. Um, it's not realistic, but I guess I'm going to believe that somehow they have a thing that can do this mm-hmm. uh, and just go along with it, uh, even though it's not reasonable. Yeah, and, you know, 
here's another thing. My uh, this is all my you know my um, I feel like I'm just ragging on the episode, but there's a lot of crappy stuff I didn't like. You know, Saeed has done this before, where he's trying you know when he was trying to triangulate the signal of the of the the radio tower, he should have thought to triangulate the signal of the you know of what's blocking. Uh, the signal, uh, you know, all the signals from the island, so he could, so they could, you know, utilize all their forces on one thing. Maybe, I mean, maybe they didn't have time. You can argue that, but they were like, we don't have time to, to, to triangulate. We just need to go split up, you know, which I think is a viable plan. But they could have, I think, also thought to uh, try to triangulate the signal so they know it's the underwater station or it's the radio tower that's blocking. Uh, they could have done that since he he did that before. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and Locke's not around to hit him on the head this time. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. And he could even maybe use the stat phone to to figure out, you know, uh, you know, the signal is stronger from this direction. You know, if I walk towards this direction, the signal gets stronger, so therefore it's coming from this direction, and you know. Yeah. There's a lot of little things that I would expect him to at least bring up that they didn't. So. I agree. I agree. I, do you want to talk a little bit about the plan changes? <laughs> the the very many plan changes in this episode? You yeah. Know, I do because number two on my pissed list oh. was, uh, was Jack saying, yeah. Uh, we're on number two. Speaking of time, uh, we got like 33 seconds. Uh, sorry, <laughs> minutes. <laughs> wow. 33 minutes before this podcast uh, ends because it's going to going to kick us out at three hours. But yeah. anyway, um, so let's, let me talk faster. Um, I <laughs> okay. really hate it when, you know, uh, at this point, let me let me start by saying, let me set the stage by saying, <laughs> uh, to borrow a phrase, if I may. Please. Um, I don't like Jack anymore. Okay. Uh, he's, gone the way of, he's gone the way of Locke. Uh, you know, I, I, I gave Jack some chances. You know, I know he went through a lot in the beginning of the season, and uh, I think it. I think what happened to him in those early episodes really did change him, which is great for character development. Like it's great that he's a different person now, and it you know we can get the sense he really lived through those experiences. But it just sucks that he's uh, worse as a person, and 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 some of the things he does and says I really hate. So you know when Charlie comes and says, hey, you know. Uh, I can swim. Why don't I go and do the swim thing, and then uh, and you guys can you know do the main plan, which is you know uh, blowing the others to hell. Yeah. Um, and he goes, no, you guys want me to make a decision. I'm making the decision, and we're not going to do that. There's no reason to do it to do both of them right now. And I'm thinking, well, the reason to do both of them now is if the the primary plan fails you'll have a backup of trying to communicate and get everyone rescued, yeah. which is something he realizes, you know, three scenes later. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just hate when the writers make these, like, hard, fast, de facto statements that really aren't as hard and fast as they seem. You know, uh, the same with Desmond trying to flip-flop later with, um, you know, no, Charlie, this time you have to die. And then later, oh, well... Maybe I can swim down there instead. Who knows? Who cares? It's like, wait, you just said before he had to die. Now you're saying, oh, maybe he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I just, I don't like the flip flopping. <laughs> I mean, characters should be able to change their minds. I, I don't, I don't think that's bad in general. I think they can change their minds, but not. But this is the thing: it's habitual with 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 the writers of the show, specifically how they change their minds. That you know, if Jack had if if Jack had you know 
gave like a concrete answer as to you know why he doesn't want to do both at the same time, but then gets like no information and then changes his reason. I think that's plausible, but to just be bullheaded, and that's the thing. It's like it's just it's just a bad character trait. If he's just being bullheaded to be bullheaded, that's just a bad character trait. Yeah, you know, which is you know whatever. But um, I think there's I think there's a way to have your cake and eat it too. I think there's a way to to say. Um, let's not do both plans right now and then later say, okay, let's do both plans, you know. But it's not, hey, I'm the leader, I say what I say goes, and let's just, you know, leave it at that. Like, that's just crappy to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Um, I, Yeah, it, it's all about the way it plays out. And uh, uh, and if the, if the mind changing is, is ridiculous, then... Um, but it doesn't work. Um, yeah, it, it just, they do it so many times. But the know? amazing thing about this episode to me, it's like, more than any episode I can remember, like, the plans change, like, so much. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and then this happens, and, you know, okay, here's the first plan, you know. Um, the first and, plan was to, was to rig the chance with dynamite, and yeah. use the wire to explode them from a distance. And they were all going to pretty much stay there. Yeah, they weren't. They, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. They really shouldn't have stayed there because they were going to get blown up by the dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of, by how much dynamite they had, like they're, they they really are going to blow them to hell. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in the tent next to the tent that gets blown up. Uh, <laughs> well, you know. I guess what I meant, I didn't think they would, they would stand by, you know, the tent. I just meant they weren't going to trek off to some other location. Yeah. They, they would sort of. But that's the, that, that's the thing. They they should have trekked off somewhere. Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't sort of specifically say that. Yeah. Um. It seemed like they were all just going to stay there to fight and stand up for themselves and all that nonsense. Um, yeah. Um, and then Carl shows up. Oh, they're coming right now. Uh, don't have enough wire. Okay, we'll have to shoot the dynamite. And uh, and then and there's like conflicting things. And then Saeed, you know, thinks the problem with the satellite phone is the is the radio tower blocking it. And so they have to go there, and uh, then Juliet says, "No, it's this other thing." So that brings about like two plan changes. Yeah. <laughs> right there, uh, you know. Originally, uh, they're going to go to the tower um, uh, for that reason, and then uh, uh, and 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 Jack specifically tells Charlie not to do the swimming to the station thing, and then. Uh, and then later, uh, they decide to do both, presumably going to the tower for shelter now, um, uh, and uh, and Which doing. They have they have no idea how big the tower is, how how far it is, how dangerous it is. They never ask for so any of those questions. Can it even house you know around forty people? Um, you know, like they you know. They, and it's it's weird because of course you don't expect the little bitty things like that to be in the show because it wastes screen time blah 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 blah. But then of course you know we get the nitpick because they didn't do it. So yeah, well, and I and you know I remember back in season one their original plan was to hide in the swan, 
um, from the others because uh, mm-hmm. you know they were seeing the smoke and oh shit the others are coming. Yeah. I remember uh, saying the, I remember saying the same thing about that about them not knowing how big uh, mm-hmm. the spot was you know what the conditions were like inside. Yeah. Um, you know, and the same thing was uh, they just go on blind faith. The same with oh just swim down and cut the cut the switch off mm-hmm. like of this flooded station. Uh, they just seem to have blind faith that everything's going to work out. Um, when they when they make up these plans, yeah, you know. I guess desperate times times call for desperate measures. Yeah, I and I agree. I mean, it's worth a try, uh, even if the, it might fail. You know, um, I, I think it's worth trying. So mm-hmm. you know, so I don't I don't blame them for trying, even if um, there might be some insurmountable obstacle that prevents them from from doing it. They yeah. don't really know. So it's possible that they could do it. So you that's know. the thing. I don't blame them for trying. I blame them for not considering the risks. Mm-hmm. You know, which which I think, especially Jack. You know, Jack being the leader. Yeah. Uh, he should consider the risks. Uh, you know, especially being a surgeon. I mean, that's what you do. It's like, yeah, I could go in and do this surgery or whatever, but what are the risks? You know. Yeah. Uh, the surgery might cure you, but what are the risks to that? You know. So he uh, he he should know a thing or two about risk assessment. <laughs> Uh, he should, but uh, I guess I wanted to say there's a precedent for um, not considering the viableness of a shelter. Um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. This isn't the first bad writing thing they've done. <laughs> so, um, and, like, specifically the same kind of problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so anyway, I think it's the same kind of thing going on, you know, Um uh, we have a very similar kind of setup for the finale um, as the season one finale. Um, you know, the three groups going off in different places, and the others are coming. And so um, I don't know. It's kind of odd. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, are we? Uh, what, what else do you have? Um, let's see. Um, piss list or what? Piss list. That's bad. Uh, uh, Rose's little line to Jack. Uh, I like uh, I like you better since you got back. Uh, then you're almost an optimist. Uh, I feel like the first I feel like you know the first line is talking to the audience, trying to sway the audience. Uh, because I don't like him better since he got back. I think he was a lot better before he left, <laughs> before he got kidnapped. Uh, and I feel like they're trying to uh, a little some sort of like subconscious. Uh, communication there. Like, yeah, I like him since he got back, too. Like, no, I don't. <laughs> You're not fooling me, writers. I, uh, I, I got the sense it, she wasn't serious about that. Um, uh, or maybe, like, or maybe she's saying he was so pessimistic before he left that what he just said counts as optimism. Well, that's the thing. I don't think he's been more optimistic since he got back. I think he, I mean... He's always been pretty much filled with hope in those dire situations that they can get through it. You know, um, I think, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't agree that he's more of an optimist now than before. Um, I, I, I don't know. At first I thought she was joking, but then, you know, the way, she, the way it came off, it seemed like she was, you know, she was being honest. I, I like you better now. But saying that he's almost, I mean, what he just said was like, you know, well, let me even read well, the line. Thing. Like, if, if she would have said, you're so optimistic, like, that's sarcasm. But to say you're almost an optimist, like, that seems like a, an appropriate thing to say because he's, he's not really an optimist. He kind of is. 
Yeah, I'll give you my word that if we don't kill everyone that shows up here in about an hour, it's not going to matter where Bernard is. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's all. Uh, you know, that's that's almost an optimistic thing to say. You know, I don't think that's even close to optimism. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's like skewed optimism. It's you know, it's it's saying. Uh, I, I I get what she meant, what she means by that, you know, by that line. I don't think she's being, I think she's being sarcastic, but I think she sort of means it. Like what? What's optimistic about that? Well, it's it's not it's not pessimism at all. It, it's basically, you know, it's an, it's that weird thing of just the fact that he's saying like, it it, it it's not going to matter where he is because he's gonna he's gonna die either way. And that's optimistic. Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay. Okay. The way the way he I think the way he says it, it 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 comes off with like this faux optimism. I think that's her point. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, here's a question. Yep. Why is the station underwater? Why? Yeah. Uh why? I mean, a lot of times the stations have, you know, their placement, uh, their location is as practical to what they were doing. Yeah. Um, so, and what you know, is this one underwater? A, a related question is, what's the point of this station? Yeah. <laughs> you know, is it is its only function to block shit, you know? Uh, or, does, or is there something else uh, that it's supposed I definitely to do? Think it, yeah, I definitely think it has a, a larger function than just to block... Uh, the block stuff, uh, block signals. Yeah, signals, right. Um, uh, so, because it's related to that. Like, if we knew what the purpose was, um, mm-hmm. maybe it'd be easier to make a guess as to why it's underwater. And, you know, I wonder if um, if the signal, like, the signal that's blocking all the, all the other signals, um, I wonder if it's a product of whatever the station main main function is you know maybe you know if it is, if it does have some sort of wormhole creating machine or whatever whatever craziness that that the uh, that the station is about maybe it just naturally creates that signal right so so um so uh uh Yeah. Oh. Oh. I see. I see what your point is. I thought of something else, and then I didn't get your point because I was thinking. Um, now I see what you're saying. That's just a byproduct, like a side effect. Yeah, and that maybe the only way to you know stop the signal is to you know um, activate the drive or whatever it does, or deactivate the machines, or you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I want to throw out. Uh, uh, I believe Alice in Wonderland, the actual title, the original title of it was Through the Looking Glass. Um, that's that's actually what the title was. And uh, I, thought that was the, I thought the sequel was called Through the Looking Glass. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that's what I read. There was a sequel? Yeah, like the second book. Uh, I think that's what I read. The second book is called Through the Looking Glass, What Alice Saw, or something like that. Um, and it... And it um, I think I it was on Wikipedia, and I think it said something like um, Alice is not even like is she. I don't know if she's even the main character in Through the Looking Glass. Ah, you're right. It was originally called Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, yeah, through the the second one's called Through the Looking Glass and what Alice found there. <laughs> okay. um, um, and so I guess she is the main character because um, that's what it says in the beginning. Uh, oh, is that the whole title? Oh, I thought there was like two sequels. Oh, okay, I see. Through the Looking Glass and what Alice found there. Yeah. Um, uh, some, somehow I got the idea that that was the real original title and they changed it. Um, uh, anyway, the, the point I wanted to make was, uh, uh, was what? Oh, in the story, uh, she goes through the looking glass and that's how she gets to Wonderland. And, uh, uh, so I think that, that provides some sort of, you know, this station is called the looking glass. And uh, it provides some sort of vague evidence that that uh, that that the that the station has some kind of portal-like function um, mm-hmm. to um, getting maybe getting to the island or, or something like that. Um, it's all very vague, but um, but uh, you know that was what the Looking Glass was in the in the story that they're clearly referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, so so I want to throw out, yeah, maybe it is some kind of. Some kind of gateway or, or something like that. Um, I, I don't know how that works. Uh, wormhole. I mean, you know, whatever you, whatever, whatever they want to call it. Um, yeah, but I think that's a possibility. At least that's what the the illusion point. Well, that's the, that's sort of the obvious idea. You know, that's that's the most that's the most direct uh, um, idea, which you know I think is interesting. Um, you know, but that's the thing. Uh, ben said that they have a, a, a sonar beacon, uh, which I don't think they said this, but I think that's what um, we were led to believe early on was that uh, that cable, which we now sort of will think of as an anchor for the looking glass, that that cable was actually like a power conduit or information conduit to the offshore sonar beacon. Uh, which Ben said used to guide the sub to the island. Uh, now maybe the idea now is that um, the Looking Glass station has a sonar beacon built into it. So he wasn't really lying. He just sort of admitted the fact that the sonar was part of a uh, station, um, which would have been weird to find out back then. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the idea is that he, you know, um, that the submarine find the island by that sonar beacon. Uh, now, I mean, is he telling the truth or not? I mean, that's, you know, who knows? Um, maybe the, the, the looking glass creates some sort of portal or something. Um, but I, I think it's, you know, I don't think it's too crazy to think that if you know where you're going, you can get to the island. Um, and that, you know, like Ben said, you know, that was the whole point, that, the sonar beacon didn't work anymore, and so once the once the sub leaves, it won't be able to get back. Um, now, is he lying? <laughs> um, you know, we, we we you know go back and forth on whether or not the other's communication works. It doesn't really seem like it should be working because they've said many times it's not. Um, so that would mean that the sonar beacon should still be working, also. So maybe he was lying about they can't get back once you leave. Uh, but what, what's the whole point of lying about that? I don't know. Um, yeah. But, like, my point is, um, I don't think the, you know, obviously they go whatever way, but I don't think the island is that crazy to where you would need something as crazy as a portal through space-time 
to uh, to get to and from the island. It certainly appears Naomi got there via helicopter. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, and a lot of people have said that it seems like they get to the island very fast, which I which I would agree that that is the perception that they get there faster than a submarine could probably take you. Yeah. Um, but uh, but who knows? They could just fly somewhere and then the sub is fairly close. Yeah. Um, which is what I thought was going on anyway. Um, I never imagined the sub was going all the way, um, personally. And, oh, okay, and now that makes me think about the whole thing about the Paula Ferry, uh, oh which, is where, no. which is where people, yeah, right? Um, I mean, maybe the idea is that, you know, they people get on the sub, you know, not not really in Portland, and then uh, then the sub is transported to the looking glass, and then it docks or, or dis, um, undocks from the looking glass and then goes to the Paula Ferry, and then that's where people walk out from. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I don't know. I, I, to me, it's not, it seems really weird and cumbersome that they even have this idea that the sub docks at the looking glass. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird to me. I don't, I, you know, we'll see what the point of that is. Well, I mean, it gives a a, a plausible way to get there. Yeah. You know, um, so so there's that. Well, I would think um, they that they would maybe have a smaller version of a sub, you know, like a mini sub, because uh, that submarine is really big. At least yeah. It looks really big, uh, and it seems like a big ordeal to use that just to go to the station all the time. But. Mm-hmm. They could just have a smaller little, you know, those like little two seater subs that everybody has these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Sweeping the nation. The little, uh, the mini subs for the people Buy who brought you the kids. mini. The people who brought you the mini Cooper comes the mini sub. Uh, they love it. For the yuppie with um, with their own underwater station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, use it no in the swimming pool. No offense to anyone who has a mini Cooper. Of course. Of course. Why would we want to offend anyone with a Mini Cooper? Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Maybe there was a... another sub. Who knows? Yeah. Um. You know. I don't think so, though. <laughs> I think. Uh, uh. I think it is supposed to be the big sub, and and it's all cumbersome. But uh. Eh. What are you gonna do? Um. Do you have a lot left on your list? Oh, I got nothing. Oh, you got nothing. Okay, I'm out. It's all you. Okay, so it's all me, Gray. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention because we only have a we only have like what twelve more minutes. Okay. And uh, if we had a lot of stuff, I wouldn't mind starting up another uh, talk cast. But I think uh, I think we're done. There's not a whole bunch more to talk about. Yeah. I got a couple more things, and maybe we can uh, you know bring up some stuff that our our listening audience maybe want to bring up. Um, so let me finish my little list here. Uh I didn't notice it the first time I saw the episode, but the second time I noticed that Hurley uh, has Vincent when they're all leaving. Yeah, I saw that. Um, which is interesting that they decided to write Vincent in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he's absent so much. I don't think anybody remembers he's even on the island. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, sometimes people have him, and sometimes he's gone for 20 episodes. Uh, who knows? Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a strange dog. Uh, sorry. What's going on? Um, let's see. That line that Desmond gives to Charlie um, as one of the reasons why Desmond should go down for the swim 
thing instead of Charlie. He goes, I might be luckier than you. And I'm like, how so, Desmond? <laughs> what does that mean? You might be luckier. Uh, does, he, does he mean in general, like, he might be luckier? Like, I'm not the one whose fate is trying to kill? Uh, maybe that's what he means by that line. I didn't know. I think that's what he means, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. He says... You know, he says that, I think, right after he says, maybe it's me who is supposed to die. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, and that's the thing. I I just, that's just bad writing to me to have a line precipitated by, oh, maybe this whole time it's me who was supposed to change places with you and I was supposed to be the one that died. Maybe I'm luckier than you. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, buddy. Yeah, I I think maybe I'm luckier than you is like, sort of an alternate theory, you know. Maybe I'm supposed to die, or maybe I'll just be luckier than you. Yeah. Like, that's. I guess that's the way I thought he meant it. Huh. Um, so what are your predictions for who's going to die in the, in, the, in the finale? Oh, boy. Um, who's going to die in the finale? Uh, I'm going to go with Charlie. Um, okay. For an obvious guess, uh, he might not die, but I'm just going to say he will, so I can make a stand on something. Okay. Um, besides that, um, some probably incidental non-characters, uh, well, I think, uh, are, are up for grabs. Um, uh, you know, people whose names we don't know. I think uh, maybe Tom might die. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, uh, what are they going to do with him at this point, you know? Uh, why not just get rid of him? Yeah, um, um, I think Tom is important, um, because I think, I think what's interesting is you have, you have the three main others besides, like, Ben and, Al, you know, and, and those people, you have the, the three main henchman others. You've got Albert, who is almost anti-Ben. Yeah. You've got Tom, and then you've got Ryan, who is almost 100% pro-Ben. Yeah. And in the middle, you have Tom, yeah. who is transitioning from one to the other. Mm-hmm. And I think his role is important in that. Uh, he's kind of the litmus test, you know, uh, of the current situation. Uh, because I think Ryan has been pro-Ben for a long time, and Albert has been increasingly anti-Ben for a long time. Yeah. So I think, it, I think for the audience, it's, you know, they're going to be looking to see what Tom says on the situa- on these situations. So to get rid of him, I think it's bad because uh, he, he fits that, uh, that little mold uh, really well. But, um, but, you know, that being said, he could go. Um, I think um, who else could die? I don't think uh, Bernard's going to die. Oh, uh, as far because... as main characters, I think – you don't think so? I no, think, no, no. I, I don't think he's going to die either, but – I don't know. I mean, I then Rose and Bernard. You know, are they just gonna keep having them be like one episode characters? Well, I just don't. I just don't see them getting rid of Bernard and having Rose mope again like she did in season yeah. one. Uh, there's sort of no point in that. Like, if they even it's like Sun and Jen. It's like they need to both go or both stay. Like, yeah, you know, um, maybe they'll both die. And maybe they're, you know, I don't know. I agree, um, though. You can't you can't have one of them die and go back to the moping. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, I, I meant to mention about this trek to the radio tower, is that they're totally unarmed. You know, they only have three guns between all of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I thought it may have been prudent for Russo to keep her gun so that, uh, you know, they could, uh, you know, 
if they come across, you know, any any dangers on their way up there, that somebody's armed. Otherwise, they're they're really out of luck. <laughs> um, and, yeah. and why why ha- why do they need three guns anyway? And uh, why mark three tents? Why not just mark two tents and have two guns? You know. Uh, yeah. Because the only contenders to be taken are really Sun, Kate, and then the third is like who? Who's the third one supposed to be? You know, mm-hmm. somebody that they just made up. So yeah. it seems like they could have just, you know, marked two tents, um, and then gave the lead Russo keeper gun and then have someone who has a has a weapon who, you know, the safety of ninety percent of their people should be insured in some way. Mhm. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What, what are you gonna, gonna do? do? Yeah, that's uh, that's bad planning. Bad planning. I mean, maybe that. Sawyer still has his gun that doesn't work, but no bullets in it. Yeah, yeah. The only good thing I think about more tents is, uh, you know, if they split up, it seems like you might be able to get more people. Uh, you know, if you. Uh, you know, if, if like if different, you know, if, if they split up and go to the different tents, like if you had one tent, for instance, I mean, they would all go there, you know, and I wouldn't expect them all to like crowd around it. That's the thing, though. If if all of the others go to one tent and that tent explodes, they're all dead. Like even if they just stand outside of the tent, like they have enough dynamite to to level that whole, pretty much that whole campground. Um, so I think if they had, like, you know, 10 sticks of dynamite in one tent and they set that off, anybody within, like, a 10, 15, 20-foot range at least, I think it's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, one one isn't the best. I think two is pretty good and three is, you know, I think overkill only in the sense that they could use another gun for the people going to the radio tower. Definitely more is better in general, though. I agree. Uh, but that's the thing. With more tents, more can go wrong, too, you know. True. Um, so. True. You don't. You don't want like. You don't want that first shot to go off and oh shit, I missed. And yeah, but Bernard, I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You know. <laughs> and that's the other thing too. This is a very dangerous. You know, they they make it seem like this is a very easy thing to do. Oh, we'll just shoot the tents from the tree line. Well, you know, they're going to be coming from the tree line. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it it might be a very similar thing to what happened when uh, last ballerina. When, um, yeah, when when Jen and uh, Son and um, Saeed. Saeed were all hanging around waiting for the others, and they came up behind them, uh, you know, same sort of thing is going to happen. They don't, you know, who's who's watching their backs while they're aiming their guns at the tents? Who's watching their backs? Because that's where they're going to be coming from is the jungle, mm-hmm. you know, presumably, um, unless they unless they are sort of thinking that um, they're gonna they're gonna swim up to the swim up in some sort of boat or something. Yeah. Uh, and they just sort of didn't really intimate that, but that's what they're thinking. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. They're all crazy. Not thinking much, if you ask me. Mm-mm, me too. Uh, so what do you guys, uh, we got a couple minutes here. You guys want to throw out questions or your theories about what's going to happen in the uh, finale or any big questions in this episode? <laughs> I get a no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I haven't seen the promo, so I can't talk about it. I don't think you have either, right? I have not seen the promo. So, uh... I don't watch the promos anymore. Yeah, I, I have been watching it, but I'm not going to watch one for the finale. And I feel like every word I said is wasted now, because it's... Time's ticking. I wanna Two and say, a half, Ben. <laughs> I want to say stuff that counts. What? Yeah. 
Don't stop the show. Oh, that's sad. We're oh, gonna... I don't want it to stop. Give us good stuff to talk about so we can have a good three minutes. Yeah. Speaking of three minutes. Yeah. How about that? Um. Uh, Come on, those... guys. I know, you got, I know you got burning questions like... Um, Let's discuss string theory real quick. String theory, string theory is very, very interesting. Uh, I could have a nice discussion about string theory. I saw a very nice... Uh, PBS thing about string theory. Yeah. Yeah. It's complicated. You're <laughs> it right. <is. laughs> that's one where it's actually true. Oh, wow. That's the, first time, that's the first time it's complicated has ever been said and it's actually been true. <laughs> uh, I can't really, can't really sum that one up in a few sentences. That's, uh... Yeah, you know. okay, the I'm Alive by Charlie. Um, you know, it, Charlie always fouls things up. That's That's rule number one. Uh, he's 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 right behind Locke on that that oh. list. People who screw things up all the time. Um, I really hated that when he when he first started screaming, "I'm alive! I'm alive!" I'm like, "Okay, you won't be for long," because I'm like, "You you don't do that." Like, he should have noted known something was up when he when when he reached the moon pool. He saw it wasn't it wasn't flooded. He should have known something was up. He should have been, "Oh my God, what's going on?" Now, granted, he was like you know about to you know drown because he had to hold his breath for so long, um, which screen time was only like a minute or something like that, but I think, you know, they cut it for, for our sakes. Um, I don't think he could have really swam, uh, you know, 70, 80 meters down, uh, which is like 250 feet or something like that. Um, I just want to say before Jake cuts off... uh, Go, I, go, go. I just want to say real quick, uh, I don't, I, Char, you know, Charlie, I don't expect Charlie to be very good at, like, analyzing situations. And, and, and also, I thought, you know, after the swim and stuff, it was plausible for him to be happy to be alive, even if he's not referring to the prophecy specifically, just happy oh, yeah. to survive the swim. So, like, I bought the whole thing that he said I'm alive and even screamed it. Like, I could be, you know, I could imagine being really happy in that situation, so I don't blame Charlie for doing that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, agree, I just wanted to I say think- that. I still think, like, I don't, I still blame him because I think it's stupid to scream that so obviously. It's one thing to be like, oh, I'm alive, and thinking it and being, but, but to scream it like that was, was, was obviously just for them to have somebody come out and say something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. Yes, I think we fun, will guys. see Locke. I think we will see Locke. You better namaste pretty fucking quick. Um, I think we'll definitely see Locke in the finale. And uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Um, Thanks and namaste. Namaste. Good luck. Ooh.